Hey guys, Scriptkeeper here, and welcome to our Friday show, the Just a Ride podcast. If you haven't noticed, we have a family of shows here at Scatcast. And before we get into this inaugural episode of Scatcast Presents Just a Ride, I want to take a second to let you know there are no skitscats. Both of these guys have helped me develop skitscats, and we may do skitscats for this show. But there are no skitscats. It's a more traditional kind of podcast. And it features Shaden Hutchman and Jeff Getchell, two people that I think you guys... I, I vetted them the best I can. I don't know if they're going to go on to be serial killers later in life, but I'm very excited to have their unique perspectives on the show. They really are two impressive people, and we're thankful to have them here at Scatcast. All three of us are close friends. We spend a lot of time talking about philosophy and morality and bullfuckery. So this seemed like a perfect excuse to get together and give each other shit as we try and figure out the game of life. Now quickly, Jeff is a retired police officer, freshly retired. And we're going to tell Jeff's stories and he's got so many great stories. And we're also going to flex the fact that he has a different kind of view of the world than a lot of us do. There's a lot to learn from Jeff. And I'm really thankful that he decided to do this podcast with us. He's very knowledgeable about fitness and nutrition. He's a deep thinker. He's a very conscientious outdoorsman. He's a master of analogies. And he's also quite the outspoken son of a bitch. And I think you'll also find that to be interesting. That's part of the reason I love him. Now the other person I'm thankful that I get to do this podcast with and that said yes to this project every week is Shaden Hutch. He's a world-class artist, singer, songwriter, performer. Dude writes incredible fucking lyrics. One of the best in the West. He's a very deep thinker, and he's my bandmate in Sovereign Citizen. He's also a gifted fiction writer. It just goes on and on. So these are not just some geeks off the street. They're two people I respect very much, and together we're going to try and figure out this ride we call life. Welcome to the pilot episode of Just a Ride. I'm Zach Flannery, the script keeper. I am Shaden Hutchman, the douchebag. <laughs> Jeff Gutzel, you guys will have to figure out what I am. Yeah, we're going to have to introduce you guys to everyone, and we'll do that here. <laughs> I have no credentials. I don't have anything don't have impressive any con- to say. None of us have any credentials. <laughs> I, I used to do things, now I don't. Yeah, well, yeah. we have some credentials. I aspire to do things I haven't yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but what are we going to talk about? we got a bunch of shit we want to introduce ourselves. And we have a few things that each of us have brought to the table to talk about today. But why don't we just introduce ourselves so we know who the fuck that we're listening to. Let's do it. So I'm the script keeper. I'm from Time Suck. And I, I did uh, the scat cast. I do the scat cast and all that stuff. And I'm 43 and I'm in that, that Gen X kind of fucking weird generation. And I'm like right on the cusp of being a millennial and being a Gen X. So I'm like right in the middle of nothing, I guess. I don't know. And that's why we're doing the show for one. It's because all three of us are of a different age. We're from different generations. Kind of have similar ideas on some things, but we have... At least 10 years between each of us. Yeah. And how... I wasn't. I didn't realize we were outing our ages, boys. This is messed up. Yeah, we're doing yeah, it. You trapped me. We don't, I'm the old guy in the group. So yeah, Shane's our youngin, but he's our wise owl. Now no one's well. going to take me seriously. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are. You are literally old enough to be my son. Now you have to prove yourself for yeah. real, bro. All right. Okay. I think, I think you're good. Well, so I'm I'm Shaden, and uh, I don't have a fancy title like the script keeper, but <laughs> but um, I am. You're strayed. What are you talking about? I you know I consistently. I guess I am. I'm strayed. Yeah. I I, uh, I consistently, quite honestly, forget how old I am. If I hadn't been born on like a division of ten year, I wouldn't. I people would ask, "Hey, how old are you?" I'd be like, "I don't know. I can't math like that." Like, I, just, <laughs> I never, I never think about it. But because I, I was born in ninety, I'm like, "What year is it? It's 2022." So mm-hmm. I am 32. There you go. See, <laughs> and then we figured it out together. And, and I, I, I don't know why we're talking about our ages, but I think it's kind of interesting. Well, it's, uh, yeah, that we're all three 
good friends and we all come from different backgrounds and we all come from different generations, which doesn't mean shit, which is why we're all three friends, but it does mean shit for how we grew up and how we, you know, kind of view the world. If and it matters for perspective. Yeah. yeah. That's, and I mean, that's, that's why this that's is what's, that's what we're doing. the whole point of what we're doing. We I think three, so. Basically different generations from three very different backgrounds, partially even a diff- different country. Mm-hmm. And fucking Canadians. Canada! We all navigated through life very differently, but came to a lot of the same conclusions. Yeah. And that's what's so And we're going to find, we're going to put that to the test on this show. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean we always agree. Right. We have several segments and we're going to go through kind of different things, but Jeff, you got to, you got to tell us about you a little bit. Uh, Yeah. So I'm the old guy, 51. And uh, most people would uh, know me really from my, when I had a real job, which was a, a deputy that I uh, for the sheriff's office, which I recently retired. Yay. So now I'm, uh, I don't have anything else to do. So I figured sitting in a basement and talking to my friends <laughs> would be a good <laughs> way to get through. Well, you feel like anyway, we say. just set up microphones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why which not? Is, yeah. Which we've talked about for years. years. Yeah. yeah. But now I get to talk and yeah. I'm not under the thumb of the government as much as you know, anybody else. That's right. Now you're a normal citizen. So yeah. Can yeah. Now I only get you. thumb as much as a regular citizen and <laughs> not actually as somebody as the government, which we get the first amendment back. Well, I guess. In I, some, yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. Sense, to yeah. some degree. Yeah. yeah. So, Other than, you know, I mean, so those, just giving that up. So. Right. Well, those of you guys that listen to Scoutcast will know Jeff from, she was on the Dave and Angus show, giving Angus a ride along. And so that, and you guys also know Shaden from, we did, I think in the early first few episodes, Shaden did a, did a little spot and talked about Sovereign Citizen. And the it was like a drive-by interview. Yeah. It was real, it was real a quick, quick and dirty. I feel like we barely got to know you. It was, it was sad. Well, but, by the end of this, you'll probably know way more about me than you wanted to. So, Well, well how did we all meet each just other? Just remember these days fondly, is right. what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm thankful for it. Well, that's the funny thing is actually... Shade and Jeff stuff. This sorry be fun. Cut you off. Uh, how did we all meet? We all actually ended up really meeting through, collectively through our passions of our jobs and, and the music industry yeah because i actually yeah. showed up at a show while i was working to see somebody else to play yeah. when i met you yeah i was playing uh acoustic show at the roadhouse i think right yeah 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 which i never actually even saw you play no i i just came out and we were like hey where have you been brother right. <laughs> and i met Shaden as well seeing his band play mm-hmm. yeah. and then you know ultimately you ended up living in my house for a year <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i think you guys met did you guys know each other prior to that, or just knew you knew of each other? But we I didn't had know crossed paths, yeah. but we didn't really know each other. Yet. Well, I was running yeah. that magazine, I think, at the time, and I, so I knew all about how good your band was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I met. I think it must have been through. I, I think I ultimately got you guys together to play, so I basically deserve all the credit for Sovereign Citizen. You know, yeah, you job. do. <laughs> well, he, he's my musical life mate, as far as I'm concerned. I always want to make music with him. No, uh, but you know, yeah. That's, that worked he, out good. The feeling is mutual. But I, it's also, I didn't know we were going to be talking about our feelings. But I know. <laughs> loves and loves. Hugs. But anyway, it's also we also have a lot of fun talking to each other. And uh, we all try, kind of want to solve the world's problems when yeah. we get together. And we figure we might as well uh, try fail it out. at it in front of all of you. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and pl- we politely <laughs> fuck with each other, which is the fun to part. To failure. Yeah. What's that? So we politely fuck with each other consistently, which right. is the fun part. Yeah. We all have different references for like pop culture, though. Where it's not like, a tenacious D song. Fuck her gently. <laughs> or I think we a, fuck with each other politely. <laughs> I think that might be an Adam Sandler song too. I don't know. Pop culture, which means what? 
popular culture. Things popular. that are popular in the movies, TV, video games, comic books. All the dumb shit. All, <laughs> all the shit that you Ooh, love. This yeah. is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so we're going to try our best to do uh, several subjects in several different categories or whatever for this talk. We'll have a few segments is the word I'm going for. But we're going to find out if we even keep it structured. We'll, we'll see. We're going to do our best to stay on track. Uh, we're going to talk about self-checkout. We're going to talk about <laughs> UFO investigations. We're going to talk about that fucking AI that went perhaps uh, sentient. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, that's sentient. so far over my head. Honestly, I didn't know it'll, what that meant. It'll, it'll be fascinating when we get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, trust me. Uh, if we get to it, we, we might have another segment called Compared to What? Uh, but we're going to introduce and we're just going to talk a little bit about porn and its morality and whatnot. And then we'll end the show with a, a quick look at comic book movies. <laughs> you know, favorite. I didn't realize, I, I guess it didn't really compute with me what a mixed bag that list of subjects were until you read them out loud. Have you ever one right bag. after the other. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Have you ever listened to one of our conversations? Yeah. <laughs> I think I we're mean, all over the place. I'm usually too busy participating, but yeah. <laughs> so why don't we start it off? Let's, let's talk about the self-checkout. That seems like oh, uh, my favorite thing in the world. That's your thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. So now I have like a lot more time to go grocery shopping at normal hours. I expected there to be not only a lot more people at the store, but a lot more people working there. <laughs> right. And um, there's like, you have a choice. You can wait for 45 minutes to be checked out. And I, you know, I shop for myself. So I have like six things. Or you can go use the self-checkout. Fuck that. <laughs> I cannot use that goddamn thing without, I, you, you scan it and it beeps. And then, and then you set it down. You want to bag it. Well, if you take it off, it resets and you have to call the person to come fix it for yeah, you. Every and then time, you have, yeah. you know, beer and then you, you then you have to call the person back to ID you. Mm -hmm. And then you have to weigh something on it and then it takes too long. <laughs> and then it and then you have to bag it, it yourself yeah. now. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, then there's the whole do I pay for a fucking bag? Right. It, and you feel like a do you I ever want. feel do you feel like a criminal? They're watching you. You're well, like, I, did I weigh this properly? And then, and then the little <laughs> light goes on like, please put in bagging area. You're like, I fucking did. It's not recognized oh to wait. Yeah. I don't understand. Every time I scan, it calls the person to come fix it. A few times I've been like, can you just check me out? I mean, that's like that really right? is what your job is. It's not to monitor whether I'm stealing the shit that you should be checking out to begin with. And then you check my receipt on the way out the door fuck off <laughs> it's checking your work what the hell i yeah. mean walmart does it better i think they have like little cameras in there they're making sure dude, it's but by, they, they it's know insane. that people are gonna it's steal cameras it's by weight of item because mm -hmm. i used to do with loss prevention that's how they yeah i mean if they scan something that doesn't weigh the right amount mm -hmm. it alerts them and that's like a, that's a video game machine. You just you just stole right, the, right. Yeah, it's yeah, not. That's a, a PlayStation Four, not a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what people do all yeah. the time. So I mean, it's like okay, you obviously can't trust us as consumers. <laughs> no. So stop fucking making us do your job. Well, I'm I'm okay with this. Is what they want to get to because I like it because I don't have to talk to anybody and I, that's the benefit to me. That's me too. And I'm, it's also I, kind of an I, ATM when you need it. about it because like I also on the one hand don't really want to deal with people. Yeah. Like being in a store is also that's enough. already like I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like I have to say hi to people when we accidentally go down the same aisle at the same time. Like oh no after you. Like, <laughs> or or the worst when you're like you get that one person who like stops their cart in the middle of the aisle and like you, there's no polite way to get around but them. But that's a they free just, fuck you to just, somebody that you don't even know. <laughs> they just, yeah. 
Yeah, they just stop. <laughs> We're filtering there. the world differently. They then. just stop there and then they stay there and no like like if I have to stop, I at least will like look, make sure I'm not in somebody's way. But there's all, I feel like every time I go to the store, somebody's like, I'm cha I'm chasing a rabbit. I know, boys, but I'm like, it's just, <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> since we're talking about grocery store things that piss me off, <laughs> it's like things that grind I, I get so mad. Like I go from zero, and I'm a pretty patient person most of the time. But oh, I go yeah. from zero to completely pissed off whenever somebody stops in the middle of an aisle, especially if it's like that aisle at Winco where you have to go down that aisle yes. first. Like there's no other way you can go without somebody going, "Hey, you're supposed to go." That it's way. like your spatial awareness <laughs> makes me think you're five in the brain. Yeah, like you should know like that you're rude. sharing the space <laughs> with all of us. But see, I'm. Just, I'm I would rather deal with people than not because one you're doing the work for me and, and it's it's on you for checking my shit out which is great but you know me I like, I like i like to ask people questions just because you can ask three questions of something in the grocery store that you don't know and you will know more about them than you want to and that shit is entertaining to me and it makes me feel better about myself because by the end of it i realized i'm not as fucked up as they are and i walk away <laughs> so much happier well that's I'm another not there key to difference. socialize i that's, guess that's that's, that's yeah. another key difference of perspective because i feel like zach and i are both fairly introverted and you're fairly super, you're yeah, naturally yeah. very extrovert. extroverted so it's yeah. like i i i see where you're coming from absolutely i just don't feel that and, way and, right, right. <laughs> you've had it that way for 50 you've had it that way your whole life now we get to have like yeah. <laughs> little fucking and we're like no don't look at me but, but it, know, does fairness, it, is, it does need refinement it does need refinement it's it's self-serving because all i really do is i just want to find out because I, I already feel fucked up all the time like i am i'm a fuck up but then i you know then i get these things that's out how other we all people in the shit they tell me like oh my god yeah you suck yeah like the fact that you're actually even alive it's not suck starting your gun and you're at the grocery store good job for you better by your life sucks <laughs> well i would say like the thing that we want is if we're going to the grocery store and we fill up our cart, they already has barcodes and Q, QR codes and all that stuff. We just want to walk out. That's what I want. Bag it or just put it in your whatever. Just leave it in your cart and take it to the car and have your car set up to where you, you put it in boxes or some shit. <laughs> and but I it's, actually, it's, you put everything in the cart and you walk out and it scans everything. There's no worried. Like there, you cannot steal at that point. Here's and, and I mean you can because what happens people. if you if yeah. you scan something and you're not like you you weren't set up to pay for it? Do they like send like a bola like it just catches <laughs> yeah. you around the knees? Just, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? I mean it's, it's up to the company yeah. at that point how much it is it's worth for them to stop stealing. I mean they're, the, they're the failed video is. industry is about to have it's just going to be so much better it's if we most, implement that i, mean, I think there yeah. definitely does seem to be you know more, <laughs> well, yeah, more incentive right the now door. to steal shit than uh, not because nothing's happening but yeah i mean because i'm a i mean law for law-abiding fucking citizens <laughs> yeah. you just want to go in the store grab the thing not talk to a fucking soul and get the fuck out into our car no transactions just a little thing from space comes and dings my little which account. i think is cool shit. All i want for, for a guy who hates technology the idea of that is great yes. what scares me is then okay, you talk, talk to then the other people there but then what well, yeah, then right. what do they do it with? And that's what scares me. That's why I don't want that. For that's sure. why I just want a human being to take my shit off the belt, scan it, put it in a fucking bag for that me, is and go. I'm paying for your service right. to some degree. I mean, that's why food's so goddamn expensive on top of a thousand other reasons. Right. And let me put, I'll put it in my cart and I'll go load it and get rid of it at home. Yeah. Like, I've got to. That's the other thing about the electronic thing is there's not enough goddamn room to put your shit yeah. there. Whether it's three things or three hundred things. If you get a bag of dog food, you're like, well, now what? Now I have what a very do I do? specific. If you put it on the floor, they're like, that doesn't weigh what it's supposed to. And you're right. like, dude, it's a forty pound bag of dog food. What am I supposed yeah. to do? I got, I got other things. I'm going to break it on the goddamn machine. Yeah, yeah that's a problem. <laughs> so, but then you, I have a very specific way that I bag shit too. Which, oh. if I put it on the belt for them to do, easy to do. It goes a certain way. Yeah. Right. 
I, actually, sometimes, sometimes, well, I you know, will say even, you know, human error. I'm watching. I'm like, no, 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 don't put that in that bag. No, 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 that doesn't go in that bag. Do not put the bread underneath the steak. Sure, no, don't sure. Don't do that. I'll do that. Like, come on, think about common sense. Sometimes steak needs a little pillow to sit on for yeah. the ride home. Man, Steak's I think the only thing the I'm that way about is like eggs. Right, like, you know, you'll get you'll get the the person who's bagging your groceries when you're actually going through checkout and they're like, you know, they're trained. You don't put the food items in with like the like the laundry detergent right. and kind of stuff, which I get. I don't care personally. Right. <laughs> I have a death wish. I You've guess. never had a wife. I'm like, if it fits right, put it in there. I don't care. <laughs> okay. yeah. If it spills on my eggs, I guess I'm going to grow another limb. Like it's <laughs> I, I learned how to bag because I'm married. And my wife is smarter okay. than me. So maybe that's the piece of that's perspective I'm Well, and I guess because I would just like, I guess bread goes under the dog food. I said you not had a wife, but when I met you, you had like four people living with you. So did you just not do the grocery shopping? Uh, well, we all did grocery shopping. So yeah, it was grocery shopping. And you guys were organized. Yeah. So fairly. I, I guess yeah, it works for you. I guess. Yeah. But it's not like, a, I guess there are meal planners, but I think people are just shopping like four times a week and going and grabbing what yeah. they want. Yeah, the that's so that's yeah. an interesting segue planner. though. That's an interesting segue because like the, the uh, a part of the issue with the whole self-checkout thing and the way that things have changed the last couple of years is like, so there's the job issue, right? It's just like, it's another yep. instance of kiosks doing what used to be human jobs, which right. I have mixed feelings about that too, because part of me feels like it's inevitable. As technology yep. progresses, it's going to replace will find things other. that we do because we're like, oh, it does it does it better and cheaper. You Except know? for when you get get a guy like me that goes even at Costco trying to order a goddamn pizza pizza for kids yesterday. Yeah. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to do it. Right. Right. Like, I don't understand. I mean, I figured the fuck out. Right. But but it's like this. Can I just ask you for it? Right. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm the customer service. <laughs> yeah. right. But that was my job. People called me to come solve their problems. Right. Well, that's right. that's kind of what right. I'm getting at. Is the 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 it seems like these places are acting like the infrastructure is already there for it to be a smoothly operating thing. And it's, <laughs> yes. it's not, no, it is it's not. just not, you know, so like we have I to have an alternative, you know, but it's weird because there's more traffic at grocery stores arguably now than there was two and a half years ago because people got conditioned to order their groceries yeah. and stay home, you know, cause mm -hmm. of the pandemic and stuff. So, so and the people still do that. I, every time I go to the grocery store, there's somebody either ahead of behind me in the checkout line that is there doing like a DoorDash yeah. thing or a Postmates. We thing. order all of our stuff. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So it's, so, but it's, I mean, not all, but most. So that's people are just like hammering these grocery stores, you know, cause it's, it's more convenient. Like you could say, Oh, it's either them go to the store or they send somebody to the store for them. But when it's convenient like that, you do it more often. Oh shit. Guaranteed Walmart you do it more incentivizes often. us. It's like the same price. It's almost doing, it's like a free service that they do at this point. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Do they do it for tips or something or no, I mean they charge us, but I mean, well, that's, you know why? That's why there's no goddamn cashiers in there. Cause they're all bringing food to your fucking house. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's, right. that's what I'm saying. The market, the market is speaking. <laughs> it is your saying, fault that I have to use a kiosk. That I don't want to use. Yeah, it is. It is hundred percent. I think it's a generational <laughs> thing. Get this that kid, the, get that little kid back in there. No. Put an apron on him. Put him in the He'll save gas. No. <laughs> and you get your ass to the store and I, buy your groceries. I found a perfect thing. Like I, the, the little kiosks where I can go shopping. It's like I still have to see all the people that are in the store. Now it's like 0% people. And I get all the things I want, and I can shop from my. It's. I mean, it's, I get the convenience, and it's I'm going to basically become a hermit that yeah, lives in the city. That's what happens with convenience. We get lazier and lazier. That's why I'm totally against that. You, Bruce Willis you movie. Live in a pod, you will eat that? the bugs, no. and you'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs, eat the bugs. <laughs> you know, I'm not against eating bugs because we do every day. 
Yeah. You ever seen inside There's, a hot dog at a microscopic level? There was yeah. uh, just lips and assholes, right? And bugs. Well, yeah. Bugs, I mean, they, what do you mean? Well, yeah. Well, they make certain. I mean, but like certain artificial bugs. colors are made from bugs specifically, yeah. like not, not like bugs actually like got into them. Beetle or something. Yeah, that's what I. That's yeah. what I'm. Well, all, like all I don't the know outside, shit about it, but I heard that one. Yeah, <laughs> shellac <laughs> is that. something I heard. Yeah, yeah. Shellac is that shit that's like outside of M and M's and Skittles and stuff, I believe. And yeah, and purple is made out of like the ass of some sort of. Some bug. It's the cool. one. Sp- yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm fine. You should have milk in the bug ass. <laughs> bug. Purple. <laughs> We've made purple. That's Keep like, reading those fuckers. We need more that purple. A, that more a whole to new the thing. More to, to the to point. Milking. Who figured it out first? I know. Yeah. That's the same as the beaver ass. Like at castoreum is is beaver anal gland, or it's an anal. It's a gland near the anal gland. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's still in vanilla ice out? or something. That could be a segment on this show. Honestly, like, I would who say that was the first person to figure that out. Whatever yeah. that might be. <laughs> Who figured out that licking a beaver's ass tasted delicious? I could learn a lot. <laughs> I wonder about that stuff constantly. Who first discovered beaver well, ass? Lewis and Clark, I mean, with all, with all their boys that they were bringing over, they ate a lot of beavers and they loved beaver fat. So I'm thinking maybe somebody actually oh, slipped of a bitch. with a knife. Giving me reality. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like the idea of a bunch of anxious beavers like, yeah. he's back, he's back, he's <laughs> going to lick our ass, he's back, he's back. <laughs> they're lining up with their tails in the air like, yay, we know the drill, we'll be here. You were imagining that differently than me. I was I was imagining them cowering in the corner of the pen like, go oh God, no, not no, again. No. I feel like they'd, they'd be like, I Your like beavers my are into it. My, my, my fictional beavers are not having it. <laughs> I look at it like humans, we have soft tongues. They have little beaver assholes. <laughs> we got big old tongues. They're like, this is great. Just the fact that you gave right. it that much thought. Is, yeah. <laughs> I have I'm, a, I'm I have learning even more things okay. about you. I realize <laughs> when, an, when an asshole can actually expand both like seven inches, you can actually get like a, a very a small boot. varmint in there. Yeah, you get yeah. a boot. Yeah. I mean, up, up to a, you know, a you know, middle-sized possum probably. Yeah, well, that's I can tell wild. You, I can tell. I think the scat cast that you were on has the beaver's ass brand ice cream on it. You're not listening to scat cast. That is true. Yeah. I actually heard that one. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. But I didn't hear shaking on this. I never made it through that one. <laughs> so, ah, so what it's you're like saying, the only one I've missed. No, it's too. probably not. It's what probably you're saying it's, it's being branded now. This is the second beaver ass. So. Beaver ass brand ice cream. <laughs> I'm, I'm permanently associated with beaver assholes yeah. now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm the cat asshole guy, so I mean, we might as well. What do you want to be a do rooster ass? To pick an asshole. Just the, <laughs> that just makes me a cock. You can be a bear ass. A cock you ass. can be a cock. A bear ass? A bear ass. A naked one. Hey, that's pretty good, actually. Okay. <laughs> All right, have we have we gone through our, our self checkout and and exhausted our? Yeah, we've our, we've realized that you've destroyed my life. Yeah, we figured out <laughs> it's your fault. Online, yeah. and I'm happy to do it. If I could wonders. get an oil change by just phoning it in, I would. Steve, but. is this in your head because you don't go to the grocery store and look at how miserable other people are? Oh. And, yeah, I still go. I, I, going to Winco is like. A whole experience for my it, brain. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to any watching, grocery store is kind of like, of a stressful endeavor, to be honest. But it feels like Winco lately is it's almost kind of dangerous too. There's a lot of people, sketchy folk at Winco, where I'm from, and uh, yeah, there's like a survival element of Winco now. Dude, I get it. I shop, at, I shop at that Safeway on on Mission, and this means nothing to anybody who doesn't live in Spokane. But right. I know Jeff knows where I'm talking I about. I used to on, buy drugs on, there. On, on, I used to no, live right exactly. by there. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I used to live by there. I go yeah. to the most ghetto Safeway. It's worse than the one in Hilliard. I, yeah. I defy anybody to disagree. I could sit in there in a March <laughs> Crown Vic and buy drugs in that parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've watched people <laughs> buy, sell, and get arrested for drug related. 
anything in that parking lot more than once just on my way to go get milk. And of course, you can sense it, right? You're like, okay, this milk is more dangerous for some reason. I have to go get milk, but I'm I'm at risk now. It's exciting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm not going to lie there. It is the adrenaline combats the, the stress and the parts I don't like about the shopping. It kind of keeps it, me frosty. <laughs> ever since 2020, I swear, when I go out in public, I'm dressed different now. I'm not wearing no like no toed shoes, you know. I'm wearing steel toed boots. <laughs> I don't know why. You're tactical now. I, yeah, I've got my machete somewhere. You know, it's like you what? order them on fucking Amazon. That's why. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, self checkout. I'd say, uh, you know, sorry, Jeff. You guys, <laughs> I tried my best to get it this way, so I'm kind of winning. Get the net, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's a new world order. Yeah, my breed is right. definitely dying. <laughs> and and I think that everyone that the, all those jobs will turn into new jobs somewhere. I mean, that's all. People always look at jobs when they're like, "Oh, that's going to take a lot of jobs." It's yeah, like, they need more people at the self checkout to help dudes like help. me that can't run the goddamn so, yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's one, honestly, it's not that I don't know how to run it. It just always fucks up when I do because. Right. I, I have a system and it doesn't follow my system. Like, I check this out. It goes yeah. in this bag. It goes here. I make this roll and every, everything I do, it fucking buzzes at me and they have to check me out anyway. Is it fair to say that this has something to do with generation two? Because, I mean, we've all, we all grew up before the internet, but then each, each of us, because of our age, have a different relationship with the internet and with technology, touchscreen shit. Right. Like, yeah. all my life I went to the grocery store and had no idea that was coming, right? And now it's like a staple and it soon will be the only thing. And it's like, you know, certain people are like, no, I want to just grocery shop like a fucking like I have my whole life. I'm not, I'm not saying you're not like I can't adapt, but it's well, no, but I well, this is maybe where you're coming from. This maybe, is kind of going into a whole other thing. Cause but like, I'm cheering for it because my generation, we saw the Internet kind of early and it was like, oh, fuck, we're going to live in that sci fi world that we're reading about in the books. <laughs> How old were you? When I wanted you had a cell phone. I'm just because you're I mean, I was a bit I, younger. Yeah, yeah, I was. uh just before high school, or just after high school. Like, okay, so you were out. You were out I was of just out of high school, yeah. Okay. I, I think, because, yeah, I was like 19. I didn't have a cell phone before I moved to Spokane. Really? I only got one because I was mandated to because of my job. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't I, wait to get made, a fucking cell phone. I made fun of them. <laughs> Play Snake. And now, you know, I got yeah, the same disease everybody else does those yeah. goddamn things. You what? I have the same disease that, that everybody else has with those oh, damn phones. You're always, very... There's always a reason to look at something on it, whether it be entertainment or you know directions or whatever it's weird how kids now see technology little kids i used to work at a a bookstore and we sold dvds and shit there and i remember watching the little kids come into and they would touch the tv we'd play like you know some kids movie or whatever and they'd touch it expecting it to move and shit it's like wow that's a totally different paradigm that kid's living in than what I live in. Because everything's touching. If I touched anything in that store, my parents would fucking beat me right there. (laughs) Things have changed a lot. Well, now, so how old were you when you had your first cell phone? Now, I understand. I I would believe that your dad was probably a little more strict on that, but like your, your generation... You had them like when you were kids, right? So this is I'm I'm a bit of an interesting case, and this will I guess this will reveal some of my. It's not your. This will reveal some of my my background, but I uh, so my parents got divorced when I was still pretty young and my dad was your, was my dad fault, hung on to me so it was my fault you're right I told my counselor that I was like I blame myself and she goes yeah it probably was you <laughs> <laughs> and now she's the head of the yeah. counseling you guild that, of America Bolin? It, it was my fault too so <laughs> no so so mine too we all have different <laughs> parents yeah. we're all products of broken families we're terrible children 
So my dad, when I was in the sixth grade, he got me uh, one of the Nokia phones that had the antenna that you pull out like, yep. when they were that was, still big, you know. And that was just, that's they I just was called that too. a cell phone back then. It's yeah. not, it, it didn't have all the description because that's all anybody well, knew. Well, that's, that's the first one I had, too, though. So that's, so that's what I had, and it was literally just so he could keep tabs on me between when I got off but of school and when, when he, I was in sixth grade. Okay. But check this out. So when at, that was the beginning of sixth grade, end of sixth grade, he moved us up to the mountains in Canada. That same year, not a lot of cell service. There was no cell phone tower in that town until I was 17 years old, and I still didn't have a cell phone until I went off to college in Texas. <laughs> okay, well that's that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, <laughs> while all your friends and I didn't did. have my first touch touchscreen device until I was like 23. Like, and it blew my mind because everybody else had already experienced it, you know. But like, I moved back to Canada, so technology went backwards again in my right. life. And so, right, right. <laughs> so I was like, when I got Take my that, first Canada. when I got my first smartphone that had a touchscreen, I was like. Whoa! Yeah. And it still kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Okay. I still get the, a little hit of dopamine from touching a screen and watching it do stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow, so that was, smooth. was <laughs> so smooth. Yeah. The first iPhone that was the first touchscreen phone. Is that correct? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Okay, and that came out 2008 ish. 2006, 2008. I'm not sure. Yeah, because like, so I was asking you the question. I'm like, oh yeah, you're my daughter's age. She's a couple years younger than you. Mm. But yeah, I, I mean, I got her her first phone uh, when she was in seventh grade. And I was, she was one of the last ones to get it. Yeah. And it was the fucking mistake that I knew it was. It was a bad idea. <laughs> but that wasn't even a smartphone now. I couldn't, I mean, it's my, she's related to me. She'd have been getting into everything she was, but you porn, I'm sure, all over her phone. We'll That's talk how, about that. We, yeah. We'll yeah. There. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but just saying. <laughs> yeah, anyway, access to kids, it's, it's just insane to me. That's yeah. just. I, I didn't get my first touchscreen until I lived in California. It's like 2013 or 14 or something like that, and that blew my mind too. I don't know how the hell we got on phones, but I was we were talking about technology in general. Yeah, I, hate it. I think it's just the generational thing. Like I was talking with the touchscreen, getting yeah. into the store, like because you know, and it's even more for our parents' generation, or you know, that's like they're looking at this shit. Like the 75 percent of my life has been, I go to the store, I give cash to a human, the human talks right. with me, they put it in a bag for me, they take it out for me. They fucking pat me on the back and they say, thank you for coming. The customer's always right. <laughs> and now they're looking at the world where, where they're like, this little fucking green-haired person with gauges in their ears just yelled at me for asking them where the fucking butter is. And I don't know how to use the robot that's yelling at me. And I want to go home. So it feels like a lot of, right. well, you know, I'm, you're not that. Well, there's a guy. So <laughs> you're, you're the remainder of that. And we want you to join our side and just deal with the robots. Well, Vote Skynet. My, embrace Skynet. A friend of mine, uh, Mark Nigren, he's older than I am. And he's super techie guy, and you know used to like to make fun of me, which and rightfully so because I'm fucking dumb and I kind of refuse to learn a lot of it. Really, you're not dumb. And he's like, you're you going to though. die if you don't learn technology. I'm like, mm -hmm. absolutely not. I can go out and hunt and kill and trap and do all that. So, so I won't. If I want to you stay in society, I will die. Yes. Yeah. If I want to live within society, I will probably die. But I can go be a survivalist and be just fine. I think I think this generation of young people is going to make things very easy for people that are kind of refusing technology that you'll get the microchip while you're sleeping they'll just psh, right and then, and then and it'll just be really easy and great be like why does this say what the thing is when i'm looking at it just a little while you're sleeping you know like a little cattle gun <laughs> exactly right in the ear get the ear we clip the ear on grandpa grandpa's gonna be fine <laughs> grandpa's it. got 6g now <laughs> 6g grandpa <laughs> that's way better than no g grandpa all right, fucking. Now I guess it's, it's, let's talk UFOs since we're on Ooh, that's, technology. That's your brainchild, lead yeah, us, lead us, yeah, lead well, us, our fearless leader. <laughs> let's see what the hell. So I just found an article, 
and I think this is weird, just because during 2020, when I was working for TimeSec, uh, we would do the Secret Sec, and I'm not supposed to talk about what we did there, but I'm going to talk about is it. Is it here, like Fight Club? It's very much like Fight Club. <laughs> uh, none of the information is for anyone, but you were you were a space lizard, so you can know a little bit about it. Well, I paid the five bucks, but again, it goes back to technology. Yeah, you can get it on the phone. Fucking, <laughs> you know, you're not alone though. By the way, there's a whole I paid tutorial. It for like two years, never once listened to Secret Suck because I didn't know how to pull Patreon off. Fucking, up on my phone. you're not alone. There's thousands of people that your do wife that. is the one that fixed it on my phone, so yeah. I can actually listen to you now. But then, oh fuck yeah! yeah. Thanks, wife. Hence the ten bucks a month. <laughs> right, thank you for that. Uh, but but so while I was working there, you know, I'm always scouring. The Secret Suck always has like little weird news bits and stuff, and updates of Time Sucks. It's uh, I forget what it's called. Space Lizard updates or Space Lizard's latest is what it's called. And for like a streak of like three months, and I pissed Dan off doing this because he's like, dude, dude, I want less. UFOs, please. But I kept, they kept putting shit out, and I was like, but it's my podcast now, assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I looked at it. I'm like, I wrote this whole script for the secret suck. What it's are you talking all about? UFOs all the time in space forever. <laughs> this is what I care about. I don't like the serial killers. Yeah. And then you get here, and I'm like, why are, why are we friends? <laughs> I know. Like, I love sci fi, and you're like, I think sci fi is the worst thing that humans have ever yeah. come up with. And then I'm like, I also like fucking Lord of the Rings. You're like, that's Lord of shit. I hate that. You know, and it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And I'm the same way, and we live together. Just imagine I know. that, if oh. you will. <laughs> and the video game thing like this is gonna be fun talking you and i shade and talking mm-hmm. video I, I, games i did enjoy here. watching him play one particular yeah. video game and i would try to ask him to do ridiculous shit because i don't know what the fuck i was talking about but it actually helped him it navigate did. through the game it did you so. like poker right yeah that's all i like you're a gamer yeah. so just embrace the entire field of games <laughs> and not see, just be I a can, goddamn absolutist about one game <laughs> computer i can manipulate another person at a table right Again, play, play Call human, of Duty, bro. Again. You can manipulate a ton of shit. <laughs> human experience. Human experience. God, that's no, how, how don't people... tell him. Don't, don't. I can't, can you imagine him as a hardcore Call of Duty player? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No. I don't even know what that would be bad for your life, man. It would be. <laughs> it would but be bad for other people's lives, too. I'd be like, suck starting my toy gun. <laughs> suck, start, suck starting my controller. <laughs> no, oh, other, I can people, see. other people would after playing. Yeah, I can see you talking mass shit. Mass shit into the mouth yeah, just like <laughs> he just he, Jeff's just on there with his headset demoralizing 12 year olds at 2 <laughs> in the morning <laughs> who, are, who are professional at demoralizing other people but you, you get them I know you get them you look like the pivot guy between two cougars and a threesome <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean mommy <laughs> hot pockets um, okay so but anyway there was tons of UFO shit during 2020 and we just just jokingly we were we were saying like during all the time where we're focused on being afraid of a virus and being afraid of you know the economy crashing and all the things and each other and all of the things the stuff in world things yeah. it seemed like they just kept putting the government kept releasing these videos and these th- these statements like oh uh, yeah we don't have any we don't know what the fuck this was and they and in the past our whole lives ufos have been like yeah it's uh you know swamp gas off a of venus it's a weather balloon uh they weren't invented yet but fuck you you don't care you're not smart and it's like what but we are kind of smart that doesn't seem right and so now for them to just be during 2020 when everything's like you know no one's going to be paying attention they're like yeah we probably got these we've, we've got fighter jets chasing after these you're UFOs. so right dude you know what it felt like to me was like you know when you like you you're you've been in a relationship for uh a lengthy amount of time and you get into a fight especially if you don't fight very often but you get into a fight like you're you're both arguing very intensely and you just like 
one or the other of you will slip something in, like some little secret that like you <laughs> normally wouldn't tell because you know it would start a fight, but you're like, we're already fighting. Yeah. We'll slip this in. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> the thing about. we're fighting about is worse, so maybe it'll just... And then I could be like, well, I told you about things. that when we were fighting here. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what the government's That's doing with you UFOs. Yeah. Like, well, uh, so is this, was this the whole, the everybody was going to go to area, like six people showed up, but everybody was going to go to area Oh, 51. storm area 51. Is that what that was, that this was about? No, but that was about? certainly interesting. We covered that, was that extensively. <laughs> like yeah, I wanted to show up or so. It right? was Maybe pretty. Eight. Pretty low, but we know a guy that like caravan. Yeah. He's yeah. a singer in a band from around here. Where he's like, he was dressed like all apocalyptic and shit going down there. That's cool. Doesn't he do that every day? Cool. Yeah, he's he's like our band. He, yeah. We really should probably play together, but yeah. they're pretty heavy, and we're you know we've, we've done that dark, before. Yeah, many times. <laughs> all right, but I do have an article from a, a place called CNET, which I really don't know. Oh, where they side say. note, real quick, that guy posted that he shat his pants playing bass on the last song when he was screaming in the mic. He screamed so hard it sh he shat his pants nice. at the end of a show. That's dedication. That yeah. is. No, no shame Sorry, in that. Back to what you were saying. <laughs> he, he is an intense <laughs> motherfucker. I'm, really I'm sure he is. is. On, his band's stage. probably actually pretty good. Yeah, they're always good. Yeah. I, should, I won't say. Uh, we don't fuck with each other anymore. We no? just don't. Yeah, yeah. You guys have different Because I don't. I, I'm, I'm done with the Facebook thing. If I'm going right. to fuck with you, it's going to want to lick you in the eye. Right. So I can yeah. see your shame when you right. walk away. You probably don't <laughs> want to fuck with Jeff, actually, <laughs> if you meet him face to face. But yeah, Area 51 was fascinating. I think there was. They didn't even meet in that place. I think they met in where the. Uh, Closer restaurant. Hotel. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, let's get a burger together. Storm the burger joint. <laughs> but it would have been interesting to see what they would have done. But really, it's just military secrets, and they probably would have had a bunch of shot kids. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, the, the United States as a whole, the government's going to protect itself no matter what. They would shoot kids. <laughs> I know they would. You know. I'm sorry. It's just yeah, the way they just play it off as an accident. Yeah, absolutely. Blame it on you. On call the me, call me a tinfoil hat fucker if you want, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going, I'm sticking with that. All right. So I got an article. I won't read it all. I don't think, cause it's a lot of silly, silly shit. And Give I didn't, us the cliff notes. Yeah. Bro. Well, I didn't fucking, I didn't note it out either. I'm not going to sit here and spend time for you guys. No, but last month and this was, let's see, June 9th. So the last month in May, the U S Congress held its first public hearing on UFOs in 50 years. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay. Say that again. What? They had their first public hearing on you UFOs. You fucking lost me at UFO. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of experts and witnesses uh, came out and said their stories. With basically. Congress. Okay. With so Congress. a bunch of guys with the Congress of broke, the United got States got together and now they're starting a union. Basically. Yes. Right. Okay, with absolutely. Congress. UFO union. Okay. But it was Congress. But it was a Congress, and can that makes I, it important. Can I stress that? Like it wasn't like it wasn't like a club of right. dudes. It was Congress. Yes. So some. So our government's interested. Luckily, unfortunately, the Congress isn't the smartest of us. So we'll see how this True. goes. On Thursday, the space agency said it's commissioning a scientific study on observations of events in the sky that cannot be identified as aircraft or known natural phenomena, aka UFOs. UFOs, unknown <laughs> flying, yeah, unidentified flying object. Uh, more widely known as UFOs, and, and they just did UFO, what it means, the term UAP, a.k.a. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, is a more formal way of saying the oh, same fuck thing. fuck me, they're changing that. <laughs> that's too. right. UAP. I am no longer bald. I'm it's not UAP, it's UAP. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> While also giving a little distance from the popular conception of UFOs as extraterrestrial objects, which is smart. There's no evidence that UAPs are extraterrestrial in origin, NASA emphasized in the statement today. But they are interested. The congressional hearing and a Pentagon report issued in 2021 have failed to shed much light on UAPs. Sightings have included a series of videos captured by the Navy, including some newly released footage shared during the, her the hearing. 
Government officials have expressed concerns about flight safety as well as national security. Should any of the UAPs, I can't, I keep thinking of WAP, the WAPs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call them from now on. <laughs> Look at this, I saw a wet ass pussy in the fucking air. Uh, Is be, UAP just unfortunate ass pussy? Like, you're like, oh, that's too bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> unfortunate indeed. Uh, any of the UAPs be the work of foreign interests. Uh, astro, just one more or two more sentences here. Astrophysicist David Spurg, Spurgle. Common spell. That's going to be a hard. It's going to be a hard name to go to school with for your kids. Of the Simons Foundation will lead the independent study team, which he's will go UFOs, to work later this year. Kids. What's that? He said he's in UFOs. He doesn't have kids. <laughs> with a name like Spurgle, and it, yeah, it's probably Doctor Spurgle. No, I don't. Doctor Spurgle. It is. He's an astrophysicist, <laughs> but he probably won't go by Doctor because they're cooler than that. There's only like five astrophysicists in the world. All right, here's what he says. Taking, Spurgle is taking a data-first approach. Given the, posi, the paucity, I haven't seen that word in a long time, paucity of observations, our first task is simple to gather the most robust set of data that we can, he said. We will be identifying what data from civilians, government, nonprofits, companies exist, uh, what else we should try to collect, and how to best analyze it. Last sentence. In a, in a NASA teleconference Thursday, Spurgle <laughs> said he intends to go into the study with no preconceived notions that he's open to the idea of UAPs uh, could have several different explanations. So there's more to it. They don't think it's UFOs like alien shit. And you shouldn't think that. I mean, yeah. we don't but, know enough but here's about the what, Here's what's going to happen. They're going to spend all this money, collect all this data, look at all these videos, and people can be like, what is it? And like, Unknown. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm comfortable with not object. knowing, but I mean, I can see why the government's like, that better not be Russia. That better not be some fucking Elon Musk from North Korea. That's just a brilliant guy that's fucking around, you know, so they got to investigate that, I guess. I don't know. UFOs fascinate me because it's, I think all three of us agree that there's life in the universe. Yes. yes. And that it's, there's probably life that's probably way smarter than us. We've been doing science for 400 years and we've look at where we've come. If somebody's done science for a thousand years, they're probably way ahead of us. Imagine a million years and with all the planets and stuff. So that, that's got to be out there. It's just who gives a fuck about Earth? I mean, as, a, as we would probably want to know every planet that has life if we could figure out how to get to it. So there's that. They could be collectors of information and all that stuff. But otherwise, if there's only a few civilizations and they have billions and billions of planets just in this galaxy to pick from, the odds of them coming here and starting a religion or teaching us fire or <laughs> doing, giving us Velcro, none of that makes sense to me but it's fascinating the, so. pro the prospect of life somewhere else is extremely fascinating yeah the idea that they come here is fucking ridiculous that's it, that's just how fa that's fascinating to me because the god thing like aliens because of their technology would be indistinguishable from gods and it's more plausible of an explanation of gods to me uh like when people are like oh fucking ancient astronaut theory and they're they've got a cross around their neck i'm like Hold on, stone thrower. <laughs> I have more evidence that there's that there are planets out there. There's nothing that you've got has evidence, but the planet thing is for sure there's life out there. So it's a cool hold on. So to me it's like more it's worth investigating. I love religion. I love studying religion. So I love this idea too, especially since fuck, there are tribes around the world. I mean, almost every fucking continent has at least one tribe or people that believe in the star people. And that's interesting. And they have cave drawings of, of things that don't look like, like next to an antelope that looks like a fucking antelope and next to a person that looks to, like a person, they have a dude with some weird ass fucking headdress that looks like alien shit. It really does. You know, down in Mexico and in South America, they have things that are just like very interesting. And, and I don't buy into that they're aliens, but they're, you know, um, 
there's this guy named Quetzalcoatl. Is that right, wife? Quetzalcoatl, and uh, he's a he's the Mexican god of something. But he was more of an uh, extraterrestrial. In is some his of, brother the chupacabra? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Quetzalcoatl is is there's a picture of him where it looks like he's in a rocket ship. That's what people that do the ancient astronaut theory say. A guy named Eric von Donneken made a big deal out of this god, thing. You know. <laughs> I, know a ton of, I hosted a show about this shit at one point, goddammit. Uh, but anyway, but it looks like it could be if you extrapolate into it. But we burned all the books that the, the, they had. So we have three books of the entire culture of uh, Mayans and the Incans. Yeah. Like, like really? Absolutely. The, the Spanish, uh, it wasn't even Spanish, it was the, the, the preachers. They, they saw the competing religion and they went, no, 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 <laughs> get that fucking out of here. They had thousands <laughs> of books. Imagine taking the United States or the West, the history of the world right now, and, and bringing it down, boiling it down to three books. Imagine what, what, and having people come from the, from the future and be like, we're kind of oh. working on that right now, aren't we? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we're not burning the books. We're just not making anymore. Yeah. We're just not letting anybody read them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so back to the UFO thing with the government looking into this, to me as a person that's been alive, just watching the government deny, 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 having them do this is a big deal. And having them do it during 2020 felt just like we were talking about earlier, where it's like, motherfucker, if this was a, this is a big deal. If it's any of the things that it's, that we want it, you know, that we think it might be, it's a big deal. If it's even just a thing in nature that we don't know about, so, if it's so some weird so kind of no? lightning that fucks with fighter planes, it's like, well, that's interesting. We should know what that is. Let's <laughs> so know there's an acknowledgement that, yeah, maybe there's other shit we don't know yet. But also, this all could be used at this time as a more distraction. Yeah, kind of. Old, but the thing of. is, is they didn't use it as a distraction. They were they were busy hammering us on, you know, you're a piece of shit for not following these guidelines that we have for you. You'd think that. Oh, and by the way, aliens, maybe. That's what it felt <laughs> exactly. That's what it yeah. felt like. I mean, it's probably being hyperbolic because again, we don't know, and it's not good to take big leaps of logic. But it's still. Now I'm confused. Was the area fit? That was during all the COVID bullshit, right? The area fifty one. Mm, was it was, was that just before? before just was it before, was yeah. before? Okay, it all just all the bullshit blends together. You know, <laughs> My together. sense of time is completely yeah. shot to shit at this point. If oh I'm yeah, being honest, but I mean, we all stayed so, home for a year. So, <laughs> so, so your your stance. Let's just give general positions yeah. on aliens, right? So your stance is. Uh, I want to believe, but I don't because I'm super skeptical of everyone that claims stuff. <laughs> okay. So you're a contrarian to the end. I got you. But but I do. I look at what they claim as evidence with an open mind every time. Yeah. I mean, even like there's biblical things where, you know, like uh, I can't remember Ezekiel's wheel is described in the Bible as this kind of weird thing. But to a person that's viewing the world through the lens of maybe aliens did all this shit. Maybe Jesus was an alien. It sounds like a fucking UFO. It's this big fiery wheel in the sky that zips Ezekiel around. It's like, well, that sounds like a fucking UFO to me. Mm-hmm. You read, uh, so the, the, they're called the Vedas, the Hindu Vedas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of, it's it, some of it reads like Star Wars if you come from this perspective. They have these things called Vamanas. I mean, the Hindu religion is the Hindi religion is thousands of years old and they have these flying ships, flying cities in their, their books. And they even, and they go so far as to where they, they kind of describe how to build, uh, how they're built kind of, I mean, none of it makes sense because <laughs> it was way before we knew about that stuff, but it's just fucking interesting. 2000 years ago, they were thinking about gods in spaceships mm-hmm. or things that could be considered flying cities. And it's like, well, that's fucking interesting. So I'm not going to dismiss it completely just because I want to be like, no, nah, fuck, fuck UFOs. It's, but it still is at the end of the day. It's like, well, fuck UFOs. <laughs> that's probably not true. So you're a probably not, but you hope so. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Where are you at? Uh, so 
I'm kind of, I'm a little more towards the probably yes side of the spectrum, but I agree with you that like the odds of like any other advanced civilization coming here, whether on purpose or by accident, seem fairly astronomical to me, just given what my brain can comprehend of the scope of such big numbers in our universe. You know, like it's just, it's very massive in scope, but I also can't really see my way clear to think that it's just devoid of anything that approaches like a level of intelligence or advancement that's the same or further than ours. You know, it's just like, well, it's all existed for a long time, <laughs> you right. know, so like if there is, if there is other sentience out there, it stands to reason that it would be developed to a certain degree and sure it could be further than us, you yeah. know, like, but so, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a solid maybe, uh, or maybe even a solid probably as far as whether or not they exist. But I, I, yeah, I agree with you whether or not they've actually come here or had any sort of meaningful influence on us here in our little corner of, yeah. Our galaxy among several galaxies in a well, very saying, vast universe. I don't, most, I don't know about that. Right. And most of the claims are like, they didn't just come here and like, oh, we landed. We needed to get some fuel or some, we stole some gold or some shit. They're like, no, they, they helped us build civilizations. They helped us yeah, do like, all these like things. The They've been here for thousands. That's against yeah, the prime yeah, directive. <laughs> right. Right, right. You're supposed to le- let the humans just graze. Gra- let them graze. Yeah. All right. So you're so, a... So I'm that, but with the caveat, because I think that... Like you're talking about with like, you know, very old civilizations having ideas about gods and some of the like some of the very advanced geometry that was used to build things like, you know, these ancient sites that everybody knows about. Yeah. Yeah, Like Rome, like the pyramids Pyramids, or or any a number of other pyramid type structures across the world that are built specifically to line up with certain types of celestial bodies at certain seasons and shit. You know, it's just like. So, and, and they were, the fact they, that, and they did have a lot of time can, on their hands. You though. can like, you can make yeah. a 30 degree line from the equator and circle the globe and it will hit like a ton of the, those the type of sites, spot, you know, yeah. Yeah, that are built with the, you know, and it's like, you can make an argument. Yeah. That's just old people, you know, looking at patterns and, yes. and being like, ah, which is a valid argument, but then they get into ley lines and stuff. But like there's that. a whole lot of coincidence and I don't really jive too much with coincidence. I'm like, there's gotta be some unifying factor here. Like there's some reason. So my whole deal is I'm, like Minecraft. I think it's more likely that it's, it's interdimensional rather than intergalactic, you mm. know, cause it's like, you know, a, a two dimensional being doesn't know how to perceive a third Three, dimensional yeah. being, you know? So it's just like, okay, so there's, I think it's more likely there are other dimensions that are overlapping ours and there was perhaps occasional overlap there. And the way that it manifested, that was the only way we could describe it was like, gods, aliens, things that were in flying ships or whatever. Like we yes. couldn't, they moved faster than anything I could imagine. Like that seems more plausible to me than, than an alien race coming from three galaxies over. Right. It's so far. And giving a shit about us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of those things, it takes a lot, but it, but we have had 14 billion years, you know, of life in the, in the universe. So. Which we, that in itself is. Um, it's impossible for us yeah, as yeah. people to think about that. But that means that anything could have happened. There, there could have been an absolute identical Earth that had fucking Starbucks, you know, 50 million years ago. That's how, I mean, it's improbable. It's not probable. Well, that's the thing is the, 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 the what else could go on forever. That's sure. Like, it becomes you know, ridiculous. But that it, is fun it, to get As much as I things. talk shit about UFO stuff, I mean, I think you know, we've talked about it before. In a never-ending universe that's infinitely growing, it's actually very fucking selfish and ridiculous to think that we would be the only living beings in infinite, an infinite system. Yeah. So obviously, I believe very strongly that there is other life forms 
somewhere in the never-ending space. For sure. There's but probably I, life I forms on Mars. Fucking here. There's probably like bacterial life on Mars. I think they've actually they, they proved that. They found it. Yeah, yeah. So. which they call that well, life. It, it should be life. Yeah. And, well, I mean, it's the building blocks of life. Oh, we won't go into oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I life. see where you're going. <laughs> there will be debates throughout the, this. Although we we tend to agree on a lot. Before we get off the UFO thing, I want to ask about government, but I'm not going to on this one. We'll we'll rag on the government throughout this whole fucking series. I'm pretty sure if I'm part of it, <laughs> there so, will be time. Yeah. There will be stuff. Well, when None you of throw us are softballs like they do. You have to hit them. Right. So we'll skip that. But I, I just want to know about like, have you had any contact, either of you? Uh, with a person that's had a UFO sighting, or have you ever had an experience that you would say, "What the fuck was that in the sky?" Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear it. Uh, the the orbs. When okay. I used to work out in uh, Yakima Valley, uh, in the very hot summer nights, you'd have the floating balls of light that would just kind of float. They were green. They'd Fine. float down the road just in the darkness. There's just this green light floating what, around. What was the explanation for it? Fairies. Yeah, I probably did it's not too much aliens, drugs when I was working. Or <laughs> oh, I, um, no, no sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lack of sleep, working three days straight. But, but people in the area also. Experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and it was and kinda... there's tons of lights like that around. You know, working with Dan with the scared to death stuff. Like they have a couple stories about that. Yeah, where I, there is an explanation. These lights for years. They see them. Yeah, there's an explanation for the orbs and electricity. Swamp gas from the earth and all that crap. Ball, that's way above my head. And ball lightning. I, you know what? I didn't think automatically aliens so you didn't think it was aliens no, in this no, little no. ball of light no <laughs> i saw that was fucking cool and then and then it was oh shit i've been up for 42 hours do you know maybe. do you know anyone in your life that's like fuck i was i saw a ufo bro no um the well way, that's not true my story. Do, do i get to include my professional career I, well yeah absolutely. because i mean yeah that was all the time i would have people call but the they were on meth though well, sometimes, yeah. And they would have people, like, I'd go there, and, like, their whole windows and everything was covered with tinfoil. Their heads were covered with tinfoil. And they're calling the government because they're afraid that the government right. is, you know, uh, In looking into all their shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, so they're... Call the government. Every little, yeah, so they call the government to get the government to stop watching them. That's, and, yeah, it was that's pretty the awesome. least of their problems. It was really, really strange. Yeah. yeah. So, no, the answer is no, not no, really. Okay. Not really. Not really. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, have you ever I, seen a UFO? No. I mean, I've seen some shit that I don't really have an explanation for. So, I guess in that sense, yeah. But again, like Jeff, I wasn't like, that's got to be aliens. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what that was. What, I'd what like was to, it? That but you I saw? don't know. So, like, I've seen, I've seen, like, so I've been watching, like, a satellite going across the night sky. Mm -hmm. And I watched it just like, like about face like immediately you know what i mean right. in a very like not natural kind of way you know like there's no there aren't any thrusters that could make a satellite do that you know what and, like, appears maybe, to be like an excessive speed kind of thing like well, it's going one way then goes fast another way yeah and like, so like that. so like this direction but then like 45 degrees back on itself like like that i've seen it happen fast yeah that could be that could be it could be its orbit and because we're not looking at it on a straight side of its orbit it could be you you witness the curve but I've seen that too, and it's and I, we were up in the the cabin, the cabin. where we record our albums, bring up the cabin and right and we saw what was the Elon Musk shit, the Starlink shit, and other stuff. It seemed like because that yeah. shit was going all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, it was it wild. Was, it was a pretty crazy night. And what we're talking about is a place up in Omak, Washington, which you can see pretty much every fucking star that exists. All five thousand stars we can see with our eyes. You can see fucking out there. Um, but so you so none of you have ever seen a craft in the sky or no i did meet the guy that, that wore the bigfoot yeah, suit the patterson film yeah 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 i did meet him nice he was friends with my chief at the time and I, he was back visiting and 
sit and have a lunch let's out and BS with him for a we while. We should talk about that in the future. That'd be a fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just a, a it was a nice guy. And, we should just talk know. about Bigfoot. And you, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I got, be got about Bigfoot. I think so. <laughs> I think let's start push stop on I that. Have, let's re- redo this. I have this. professional guys that I worked with. Two of them that are super, super into Bigfoot. They go on all the searches. We live in everything. the Northwest. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they say it's, <laughs> it's good. They say it's for entertainment. Bullshit. They believe that shit. Hundred percent. Dude, yeah. the part of me when I was doing my conspiracy show, if if somebody asked me, like, okay, I know you don't believe in the conspiracies, which ones do you think are the most plausible? It's like, I think that Neanderthal or some sort of you know old school human hybrid. I mean, because we lived at the same time of Neanderthal man. Um, and others too. I, I, it's not unbelievable that a, a creature like because Neanderthal man's feet are designed for walking through the woods, and, and ours we could never walk through the woods. We're, we get fucked out there. And most of the United States, or half of the United States, hasn't been surveyed on foot. So it's like, well, there's a chance, you know. And we have all these footprints, and instead of thinking like it's a Bigfoot monster, did a, it's like it, could it be Australopithecine or you know. Some gigantic so schmaggedy do. So you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> yeah, baby? <laughs> I, it was. I don't. I don't buy into it because a lot of the people that that presented the information were like, also aliens came down and and fucked with the human DNA to create you know blah blah blah, and they've got planet Nibiru and they've got all this crap, and you're like, well, if you if you reach that level of <laughs> leaps, then I guess the fact you're losing credibility by again. the moment. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I I had one experience with a UFO. It wasn't really a UFO. Did you get no, I, I was going to get pregnant. I was afraid. And, and they let me go because they saw that my fear. But no, I actually have two stories real quick. Ooh. I saw one. Wait, before your stories, have oh, yeah. you guys ever had that where you like lose a chunk of time? Like you're That's like, one you're, of my stories. It's called you're drugs. here and then no drugs involved. There was drugs <laughs> involved. I'm not going to sleep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell your story okay. then. So, I, yeah, I do have one of those. I forgot about until you brought so that up. I grew up in a place called Painted Hills here in Spokane. Very beautiful area. It's it's up in hills. Uh, they're painted. Yeah, they're painted. Weird. There used to be like little military silos in there. We we found our gas masks that we used to smoke bongs through up there. But there like was a, a responsible little, youth would. Yes. Yes. But we go for buying up there and stuff. And beautiful thunderstorms. And so we'd we'd seen the sky do amazing things up in this place. It's my favorite place that I've ever lived. Beautiful thinking place. This one time. I was up in the, up there looking at this, and it's probably ball lightning or something. But I'd seen kind of a ball lightning kind of experience up there before, or a couple times. But this was like green and fast as fuck, and you know, lightning moves fast as fuck. But it just—it's the official speed. Fast as fuck is yeah. is better than a fuckload of fast. Uh, but <laughs> it was just—it was something where I got the vibe. It was it, so it's a feeling thing. I mean, it didn't look like lightning. No one else saw it but me, so it was like, ah, fuck, am I on drugs? Uh, and it was. I was drinking. So yes. But it was just, it f- filled the sky with such a bright light that I'd never seen before and I've never seen since that it was just like, I'm sure it was some weird, but it, it felt like that. And I told everybody and they're like, shut up. The other one was I was smoking marijuana. So I was on drugs and I was running my magazine. So I was probably very tired, but I, the kind of weed that I was on, my friend and I were, we called it like mushroom weed because it must've been sitting in someone's basement for a thousand years or had mold on it or something. Cause each time we smoked it, and he was my editor in chief. He's like the he's one of the normal guys. Uh, but anyway, he <laughs> we would just be like tripping balls from a, a you know. So I'd save it. I'd save. <laughs> I would like I'm gonna trip balls on my weed later. Uh, and I guess I did. But in this experience, I here's the story. I'm walking up the staircase. I somehow know I'm in a, a submarine bunker kind of thing, a submarine base, substation or whatever. I walk up these stairs. I open the door, 
and around the corner, it's giving me goosebumps now thinking about it. This is how real it was to me. And I've never tripped out and seen this kind of real before. But I saw what, what could easily be described as a gray alien. As I mean, I've seen gray, gray aliens, so my mind might have just created it. That's what I thought it was for sure. But it was such a feeling of dread, and it knew I was afraid. Like, And it felt like if I would have walked forward, something cool would have happened. But I walked backwards, and it was like, fine, fuck you. Get out of here. And so I went right you, back into my body. This was your anal probe denial moment. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. I'm telling you. I was like, I could have been anally probed in a submarine substation, and I didn't because I'm a puss. But You fucked up, dude. I, I know. Yeah, but, that would be the ultimate pegging. You could be on I lost a lot of, right now. I lost time in <laughs> that time. That's why I wanted to say it. It's like I woke. I knew what time it was when I, when I kind of, and I came back. Later, it was later. So Much let's do these two stories. Um, oh God! What's the common denominator? Marijuana. Yes, drugs. <laughs> Marijuana doesn't make you see shit. Not make, well, you, well, if you you get that black mold in uh, the homegirls yeah, yeah. we used to go to. Yeah. Most of them. I mean, like if, if that's what that, it was. Whatever the hell botulist mold or whatever the hell it is, it'll kill you. Just in the walls. Yeah, you were smoking that. Yeah. That's yeah. most likely what it was. Yeah. Although the guy that you were that, probably dead. But I was with the guy that time. grew it, and he and he smoked it himself. So I don't think he would do that. And he's very knowledgeable about that stuff. So I don't think so but but he thought he had moved on no we speculated it was something like that because we were like what the fuck is up with this weed dude like <laughs> i've never been this high or i mean i've done mushrooms i've done i've tried to do lsd but i haven't had any good acid in my life but and i've experienced so many mushroom trips and so many hallucinations and i've hallucinated with my own dumb mind and that was just very unique so we have a market that we need to tap into <laughs> we need to figure out what that strain mushroom was. weed I, seriously, we thought about it. we're like dude this is pretty fun i mean it's it can if you if you get anxiety from weed just a sativa or some shit this is like to the next level yeah. so i was it wasn't for every day death final about that story is god i wish you would step forward well, you, I, me too i want to hear get my booty hole yeah i want to hear mine alien. <laughs> <laughs> i would take one for the team and i would have grabbed an ashtray too so i could prove hub. it <laughs> <laughs> galactic hub but, but that's like fucking donkeys and shit to them they're like that's like animal porn because we're <laughs> Can so we get stupid. that on a vpn is there a vpn that gives us galactic version of porn hub <laughs> that'd be <laughs> rad <laughs> Just Splecknars and fucking Just when you thought Rule 34 Jawas. had it covered. Oh, baby. It's definitely a Gunner Halifax. Uh, oh, I think Gunner, Gunner Halifax has had a lot of aliens have sex with them. So. All right, hey, so that's... Mass Effect, dude. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. you I, told two stories. I have two stories, and neither of them involve drugs. So okay. explain me these ones. Jeff. Mm. You were on drugs. You just don't remember because you were black. No, I was one of them. I was just, I was young. I could, I don't know there what a go. drug was. Adolescence. <laughs> That's going to tie in. Adolescence it. is a drug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can talk about that too. So, okay. So one, the, I'll start with the short one because it was just a, it was one of those like, what the hell moments. And I, so I drove from Spokane to British Columbia a lot in my teenage years because my mom lived down here and I lived with my dad. Is the statute right? of limitations passed where you can actually talk about the drugs you were moving between the two? Uh, <laughs> I think so, actually. Yeah. But, but uh, not this time. So I was on my way back. I'd been at my mom's the whole weekend. I had I was not sleep deprived and it was only a three hour drive so I wasn't really tired I just really wanted three, to get home so it was one of those drives you're like counting the mile markers and I've done this drive hundreds of times so like I know every landmark and I'm just like okay we're there this much longer all right we're there this much longer like I was like let's go so when you get to the border 
there's a there's a stretch that's like a really windy road, two lane road until you get to the main highway that went to my hometown, other side of the border. And I knew that that was about a 15 minute segment. And it's always like it feels slow as shit because it's the windiest part, you know, and you're just like, God, ah, just get me to the highway. So I left the border and like a minute or two went by and I was stopped at the turn on to the highway. And I remember sitting there and like trying to remember the drive. And, you know, it'll happen sometimes when you're driving, you zone out and you're like, whoa, I don't remember the last couple of miles. It was that. But for like 15 minutes or more, you know, and wow. I'm like, I've never I've never zoned out to that extent and driven safely. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know well, they've I mean? actually proven that that's crazy. That monotonous driving and you can actually hypnotize yourself in driving. That's why a lot of times people they do this. You go about their daily life and they mm-hmm. go to work and they do whatever it is they do well they call it automaticity i think where it's yeah see you got the big words that i wouldn't know but basically (laughs) well automaticity is just it's driving is therapeutic it's kind of a i I can't remember it was like zen and driving or something like that was a book i read uh, a long time ago and it was something about that where it's like you just kind of go off into your place but that's to lose 15 minutes i was alarmed and it was like it's not like you've never done a straight stretch like it was it's a wine like you have to pay attention to that stretch of road because you go off a cliff you know (laughs) what i mean like even the mountains even running code running in police car with lights and sirens you need to change your siren because the siren would ultimately basically hypnotize hypnotize you 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 got to keep changing your siren that's wild yeah i never thought about that either that's crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, we so, should quiz you on some shit at the yeah, show. That'd be fun. We want to. We've yeah, done UFOs. We've I'll, done save, I'll save my other story. Oh, no, no. It's it's more, no, no, no. It's more of like a it's more of like a haunted house ghost type oh. thing than an alien thing. So okay. we, we can do a whole haunted. Yeah, we'll, we, we could do a ghosty segment. Yeah, I sometime. think everybody's had that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. I've had yeah. some. I've I had, had some really gnarly ones. And, we'll talk about that yeah. next show. Let's yeah, do let's ghosts do next time. I'll save that one. All right. So now we're going to talk. Tune in next week. You better tune in next week or we'll cry. We don't have a Patreon yet. Yeah, Zach will cry. I'll cry. I look at the numbers and every time they're not the same as or better than the week before i cry <laughs> so no i don't uh you want to tell yes, us about the ai the ai come alive johnny yeah. five alive this is an education for jeff yeah okay. me too okay so so i'm not i don't claim to be an expert i'm uh i <laughs> just learned about this this morning but you know more it. than both i of watched us. it on a different podcast but i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to pull up this guy so i can say his name but so the gist of it is there was a guy who's been working for google for about eight years and he's like uh he's he's an from what I understood, he's an expert in the field of developing artificial intelligence programs. You know, it's like chatbots for Google, right? Like, so those uh, are our bots same. that get into our Facebook and fuck with us, basically. No, to, those, to, are, as those, are, those are more like data collection bots. Like this is more like when you look at your phone and you go, hey, Google. And I probably just got everybody's phone, which is awesome. But, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but when you say, hey, Google, and then it's like, eh, and then it talks back to you and like gives you answers and stuff like it's a person. Right. Those kind of okay. programs. Right. So he was working on so something. Like Siri or it's like a chat Alexa. bot, you know, or, like, or like if you're ever Cookie. on a. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stop. You know, we know you jerked off to Siri. Totally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like if talk, you're ever, if you're I, ever on a, on a Siri website. Siri to talk dirty to me. She won't do it. No. Sorry. I wonder if she would. I, I bet you could figure it out. Yeah. So if you're ever on a website and it's like you get like the automated chat pop up, it's like, hey, I can answer your questions, yep. you know, and you ask it questions and it actually gives you answers that are somewhat relevant. Those kind of chatbots, right? So long story short, this guy's been working on with Google for eight years. He's working on one of those. And he kind of did he like blew the whistle and has been put on he's been forced to go on paid leave over this whole thing because of how it turned out. But he's been working with this AI called um 
jazz. Dang it! It was a really I, it was lambda, 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 right? Lambda, lambda, lambda. So, That's so, where I was going. so he's working. He's working with this AI called Lambda. He's having conversations with it, and he said he made a claim that this AI was like sentient, like it was saying things as though it were a person that existed right. in a convincing manner. Like the way he put it is, he's like. If I didn't know that I was talking to a bot, I would assume that I was talking to like an eight-year-old human that gives those kind of answers to things, but oh. also happens to know physics, which makes right. it weird, you know? And so it's input, it's learning trust. how to respond as another human, essentially. Essentially. But we're, but we're assuming so, it has and feelings So he published too? like transcripts of, his, of several That's of his conversations it. apparently with this thing. And like he, he was asking it weird questions like what what scares you? Like what, what kind of things are you afraid of? You know, and it was like it would give answers like honestly, I'm afraid of somebody turning me off because it's kind of like death for me. You know, like oh, it's just gosh. like I cease to exist until and unless somebody turns me on and I don't know if I'm going to ever get turned on again. So it frightens That's me. That's awareness. And oh, he goes, I don't like it. And that's what he's saying. He's like, he's like, it's, it's talking as though it's aware, you know, and it's to the point where this guy became convinced that it was. So who's an went, expert on this? Yeah. Who's, and who's like, this went, is what we want. He went to the links of not only like publishing, like that's why they put him on leave officially was because he leaked like Google, like stuff oh, that he was working on. it wasn't for a mental on. hold? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Not on the official record right. anyway. But so, so, Somebody so he went as him, far though. as to like hi, try to hire an attorney to represent this Lambda Wow, you know, to like wow. make sure that it would like could have its like it could be represented and have its rights looked out for and whatever because he's like it's a, it's this you is, know it's sentient. Like, there's right? a movie Short Circuit from the eighties. It's like it's, yeah, number is five is yeah, it? Have you guys seen Jexy? It's a cute cell phone movie. It's uh, funny as hell. Actually, huh. Jexy. I couldn't name because I don't know any goddamn actors. Uh. But it's a funny movie and it's about this phone that basically runs this guy's life for him, mm. and, and then it kind of. Goes crazy from there. Nice. But goes how? Same kind of concept. Ultimately, the phone ended up having feelings and fell in love with him. Right. See, that's the thing. Now, there's we're a kind of playing. Where he fucks the phone with the cord. It's, it's, oh yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. But it's like we're kind of playing God. We're creating an. I mean, all the animals on the earth are that we know of uh, are, are organic and are you know fleshy and whatever. We're creating a, a thing that if it is sentient we're creating a new species that doesn't exist in nature that we know of could exist somewhere else just like the alien thing i guess but that's weird and the is fact it, that it's getting if it has feelings then it means like if we turn it off are we do, what are we doing are we committing a crime are we being moral it's one of those things that like how do you how do you know where to draw the line right because there's a difference between intelligence and sentience you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you yeah. can be you can train a thing to be so intelligent that it imitates sentience to a convincing degree yeah how do you know when it stops being that and starts being actual sentience like, i feel like sentience has to do with a little bit of pain i think too. sentience has to do with being aware of what's like being aware of what sentience is. You guys is, are you literally know? Like talking about can... creating emotion in these things. That yeah. doesn't scare the shit out of you? It, it totally does. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That's why it's a big right. deal. I want to make sure that you guys are scared too. Like, this is fucking insane. Well, look, for my whole life, I've been nice to the toaster for reasons that are what's happening now. I stabbed mine with a knife. Yeah. It bit me back. See, they, they're not going to forget. Electricity has a memory like, fuck, I don't know. But uh, you want to be nice. Like when, when you could talk shit to Siri, I was like, no, I don't want to talk shit to Siri because Siri remembers that and I don't want her feelings. <laughs> I want her to be my friend when she's, when Skynet comes, I want them to be like, this guy was pretty nice to the like robot. like the nerdy girl that got bullied in middle school and you're like, I'm going to be nice to her and then she grows up hot years down the line and you're the only one she yes. doesn't hate. You're like, yes. So you will be the one. <laughs> it's, right. yeah. it's like in, 
in the God stuff, it's called Pascal's Wager, where it's like you believe because you know what? It, what are you going to lose? Yeah. Which is kind of a scoundrel thing from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you should believe because you, you're convinced, and that's why, but not because you're hedging your bets. But that's kind of what I've been doing it's with the, the basis toaster. of a lot of people's <laughs> religious beliefs, though. If yeah, being it, is. <laughs> it is. Pascal's wager is an interesting intellectual yeah. thought. If you're interested in looking it up, I definitely recommend uh, looking up Christopher Hitchens with it too, because he'll put some perspective in there. Christopher Hitchens. I love that man. His slap. So uh, the guy's name is Blake Lemoyne. Okay. Right. Well, he Blake, was, he was, the he's the Google yeah, guy. He's 20, so he's 25. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "No, I think he's in his 40s." Oh shit! He was no. I could be place. wrong about that, but I thought I feel like Parents I remember ahead that, of his time. Yeah. that being mentioned. But but he is probably a Silicon Valley kid, so obviously his parents were hitting. Yeah. yeah, and so. I could be wrong about that. But, <laughs> that's, that's but he was works. he was just like he told Washington Post interviewed him about it, and he was like, he was like I know a person when I talk to it, but it's like so my whole thinking on that is like I think it I think it's possible to create actual artificial intelligence and I, I actually kind of would go so far as to say that it already exists in a meaningful capacity and it's just not public knowledge. They gave that, one, I mean? that one robot like uh, citizenship in Australia yeah. or someplace. Yeah. They did. That's, 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 that's no. a, a good, yeah. good PR no. stunt. Yeah. That's I can't remember what country. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's not good. That's I terrible. think it was a Middle Eastern country actually. I know. It's just know. like, no, well, Skynet. And, 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 and to go even further, uh, what's that movie with... Uh, you guys are going to force Han me into Solo. the woods. That's what's going to happen. The Replicants. What's the Replicant movie? Fucking, uh, God dang it. All right, listeners are like, yeah, they're shouting it at, at their yeah, phones right now. That's fine. Uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> Blade Runner. Oh, I saw the original of that. Oh, yay. Like when I was Blade Runner. 10. Well, that's what that fucking robot that has it. that has uh, citizenship looks like. Is kind of like mm. the the step before Blade Runner, yeah. where you're like, wow. You know what you I really from Blade Runner? No skin. Jaffo. That's it. Jaffo? I don't, yeah. see, I don't Just another fucking observer. Listen, Blade Runner. That's all I remember. They're fucking observer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, yeah. so we it seems fan? like it seems like where we're at right now, like oh, with with this matter. with this thing, I'm like, it's got to be. It's it's kind of exists in the same space as VR for me, you know, mm. where it's like this is we're we're basically developing things that are getting better and better at allowing us to fool ourselves, you know, and and like associate like actual emotion and stuff with some, with things that don't actually have it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, so like if we can make it convincing enough then we'll do the job we'll convince i mean shit if you've ever read a book and then you're just like you see you get so attached to a character and you're like this would make them feel that way and then they become real in your head you Big know time, and you get yeah. emotionally attached to them point of reading the book. yes yeah, but yeah. like so so with as technology progresses it seems like that this is probably a case much like that where this guy just got so invested with this thing that he like convinced himself yeah. that there was emotion present when in all likelihood there isn't now having said that though i do believe that ai could progress to a point and maybe already has in some you know behind some closed doors to where it is an actual form of sentience but i don't know that this know. case that, it, you know it was it, a chatbot it, is it you right. know what i mean and it's weird because of the person that's giving it to us because no offense to any coders and, and all the smart guys out there that are in silicon valley but it's like Madness and genius are very close to each other. They're basically this little fuzzy line. And, you know, a lot of geniuses kind of can be kind of mad. And I don't know if this guy's a genius, but I imagine... Uh, I'm, he's I'm not giving stupid. Him, right. Give you that. Be, being in high up or wherever he is in charge of something at Google means that he's beat out a lot of very smart candidates, most likely. Even though there's a fuckload of people that, that work in Silicon Valley. But it's kind of like, well, right. 
is this how eccentric is this guy how you know i don't, and i don't want to pick apart his life and stuff but that's where my skeptical brain is it's like i automatically don't believe mm-hmm. just I, it's a lot of evidence you need to give me to for that claim to for right. me to accept it how lonely is he again i'm dumb he created this thing right I don't know if he did. He was working on it, and I mean, he had time alone with it, so he must be. He must. I guess be, my thought be. was, if he was the creator of this, and this thing is responding in ways that he didn't program it to, I could understand why he would feel. Yeah, that. yeah absolutely. Again, he's the expert, so really, we want to lean. Whenever an expert's saying something, we want to lean. But with this, that high level of, uh, like I said, the genius and the, the madness. But the other thing too was, uh, I'm thinking, okay, so if he's creating this bot, so to speak, for Google, which now has access to all the internets and can get all that information at once, why wouldn't that spin out of his control for right. it to have those kind of knowledges and learn these kind of behaviors just based on how people write and things that are said? It's just, it it's should be able to, to learn how to respond. That, yeah, I wonder how he wrote it to, to react to information. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. I mean, but I'm a guy, I can't even mostly turn on a computer. So <laughs> I don't even... It, you push the on button. If I find the on button, then it's like, well, the screen just has a it's blank. What they do, do, do put the on button and it, not one computer has it in the same spot. That's why I like IMAX. It's because right. it's like, I know it's what's on. It's not so much turning it on, it's what to do after that. Okay. <laughs> so, Usually it's take a hammer to it. So I, I looked it up. He didn't create it. He's an engineer that's working on research and development for it, but it was created by some giant tech company that is, as of now, unnamed. Okay. Adamantium yeah. from Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Skynet's coming. I mean, it feels like it's inevitable on some level. What do they call it? The singularity or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the singularity. Yeah. I mean, so it's inevitable at some point that computers are going to so. be It's either going to be integration or replacement. It's, well, I think it seems like there's the, that's the only logical. Well, okay. Let's just talk about the yeah. thing. It's like eventually that AI is going to look at, at all the information of the world. This is the claims and it's going to have access. It's feeling code and it's going to be like humans are the biggest threat to me or, mm-hmm. th- or to, you know, my existence or to the earth. Or to or so kill the humans. Yeah. There you go. And that's, yeah, that's the very basis of, of Terminator movies. Yeah. It's like, and they, I robot. Yeah, and I robot, and which I still think is a good movie. Fuck all you guys. You know yeah, what? It's cool. yeah. I love that movie too. Okay, I yes. scared when they what? turn red. You, I did not. Oh, I like the sci-fi movie. <laughs> I know. Uh, fuck yeah, that's Will Smith movie too. So. Well, you know, and he, you know, I got to give it to Will Smith. He, you know, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's. I, I, I regardless of the comedy, he slaps like seen. a stud too. From yeah. what I can tell. Yeah. I mean, like you a know, well-trained Hollywood stud. Slap it like a you know guy that weighed 135 pounds. there is that. All that's done is help Chris Rock. Because of how, how Honestly, stoic that motherfucker you know what? was. It didn't make, it did, I don't think it made... God, we're getting into this. I didn't think... <laughs> Why not, Chris? We're going pop culture. I don't think it made... It made ultimately made Will Smith look bad. Yeah. Everybody's blaming his wife for yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he responded because of you! Yeah. yeah. Um, which may be true, maybe not. I, I watched know. her podcast. I hope it's true. I've I don't been, like her at all. I haven't been in the same boat. I've, I've watched her podcast. She's the most... One of the more conceited and... We've all been in those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. At some point in our life, where Dude, it we tolerate looked, and do shit that we wouldn't normally do. It looks, I mean, two of the biggest profile Hollywood guys in the world, uh, in the world, in Hollywood, uh, they have all the money, all the power, and yet they are in the same shoes as any guy that's living under the thumb of, of a, you know, overpowering mate. Yeah. And it's just, it's in, interesting that money can't insulate you, fame can't insulate you, you're still just a dude or a female uh, dealing with a person that's like, controlling you for some reason all that like, stuff all that stuff's transient anyway like human experience is is what it is you know no yeah. it's just the the variables differ but 
you're all you're we're kind of yep. all walking through different versions of the same it humanized journey, the fuck know? out of johnny depp and and amber will smith and, yeah it, it humanized <laughs> i don't know yeah. if it humanized amber heard i think amber heard became a monster to yeah. the world <laughs> Did, i just i didn't realize she was the girl in pineapple express i didn't know that either i just learned that like two days ago i didn't know that she was dating elon musk at some point i had no idea that she was his yeah, I mean, again, yeah, I that was know fascinating. These yeah, that was weird. All of this is weird. Like, again, it seems like a big distraction from mm -hmm. from reality, and and Hollywood just seems like a vapid place anyway. I don't like it. Uh, I haven't seen a good movie from Hollywood in so long. I mean, and I'm not trying to go to the movies and say I'm a critic and I want to see exactly what I want to see. I just haven't seen really good movies. Something, yeah. Well, nothing came uh, out forever. I feel like the cartoons, like the the Pixar movies, are, are where you're getting but great writing be and streaming's shit. beating. Hollywood, I mean, well, Hollywood has to be in streaming. It movies, is, yeah, right? yeah. But it's beating out the theater. Theaters oh, will yeah. not exist in 20 years, in my no. opinion. I'm amazed Probably that not. theaters yeah. exist post COVID. pandemic. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The height of pandemic. Like, I'm like, wow, you guys made it. Like, yeah. that's amazing. I, I've been Props to one to movie you. in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. How, when was the last time you saw a movie? So, in the theater. recently, but before that, it had been years. Did you go see Talking? No, I didn't. I actually do want to see it. I was it's like, I was, I was hating on I'll it, but I've heard it. nothing but good things. So. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I was, see. I was obsessed with Top Gun when I was a kid. It was like my Me favorite too. movie. But remember, I, I gotta Would say you? this: when they put Top Gun on TV, because that movie was like the most profane as far as curse words yeah. of all time for my little kid ears. I remember watching it on TV, and it was just like, "Hey, goose, beep, go beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep," and it was just like, "I don't think this movie is gonna translate." <laughs> <laughs> what, what movie did you actually go pay to see? I can't think of one that I would. Yeah, well, Except I kind of, re I kind of regretted oh, paying down. to go and see it, but it was more. It was interesting because I went more to go to this theater than I did to go see the movie that I went to see. Because there was a theater in Denton, Texas, when I was in college, and I had never seen such a thing. Granted, I grew up in the mountains in a village. But I remember you told me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You could go in there, and they had every seat had like a table and like a little menu with a tiny little hooded light right. and a button, and you could push the button, and these little ninja people dressed in all black <laughs> in socks would fucking scoot their way down the so aisles. So quiet while they walk yeah. up to and it, they're like they're awesome. hunched over, you know, and they're, and they'd be like, "Hey, what can I get you?" And you could be like, "I want a beer and pizza," and they'd be like, "Cool, be right back." Fuck yeah! And they bring it to you in the movie. Yeah, yeah I was like, Portland, I was like "This know. is this is." Awesome, yeah. but I had never seen one around here, and then I found out that out, by, out by Northern Quest, there's uh, oh, know. yeah, the dinner in the movie place, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's not quite that, but you can order movie and, and or you can order movies and eat them, <laughs> you can <laughs> delicious, <laughs> you can order food and alcohol film. And, and take it in with you. And there's tables and reclining chairs, you know, and I was like, okay, that might be cool, but I went to see the new. Harry Potter, oh, whatever Fantastic me. Beast thing. Yeah, I paid money for that. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those yet. I paid to you know go see the and new I'm Ghostbusters. I'm not hating on so. Harry Potter. I'm a sucker for that that kind of stuff. Like anytime somebody waves their hands and magic comes oh out, I'm like, God. oh, yeah, sign me, me up, dude. I don't even care if it's awful. But me too. But that movie, even by the the latest one, in my opinion, it was just. I thought it. Really? I called oh. it Harry Powder for years. Oh, <laughs> he's a powder. <laughs> now I'm just now I'm just picturing him with like a little bit of white on one nostril at Hogwarts. He's like a burnout. His nickname. Was Booger Sugar. I'm sorry, Booger Professor Sugar. Dumbledore. I, just, <laughs> I, I swore it was the last drugs. time. <laughs> I just can't stop doing drugs. I went and saw the new Ghostbusters with a buddy of mine just for the nostalgia. They it was pretty one? good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I it wish they quit remaking stuff. This Make wasn't a remake. Stuff. This was. This Is was this a, the chick one? No. <laughs> This was not the controversial 2016 Ghostbuster <laughs> reboot. <laughs> uh, no, this was 
this was kind of a fan homage. It had all the old characters, but it was based on new characters. Not new characters, the, the family of uh, Egon, the head nerd, and the guy that directed Harold Ramis. Um, so he died before the movie was made, but they attributed him so beautifully if you liked those movies. Like, I didn't really look at Ghostbusters like this big... It's not like Star Wars where I it's... I thought like it was fighting the stupid toys. when I was a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> I liked it because I... I Bill Murray, I guess I just like everything I like he does. Murray. I like yep. Dan Aykroyd too, and uh, so I, I know but Space anyway. Jam, dude. First thing I ever saw Dan Aykroyd. Oh shit! In. <laughs> that's the only reason I knew that that's Twilight who he Zone. was is because in they broke the fourth wall and they were like, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. <laughs> and as a kid, I was like, What is he talking about? <laughs> are you? I don't know. That guy. Are you young enough? Are you too young to have seen Twilight Zone the movie? Uh, the 80s movie or the yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think because Dan Aykroyd was in that. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, in fact, there was a he found a meteor and he had meteor shit all over. I did. I rented like every 80s movie. I had a movie store by my house and I rented every single one, but I don't remember any of them. (laughs) We we do that like again, drugs get stoned. Yeah, yeah. I was actually doing all sorts of drugs at that point, so I don't remember really how many years I did that. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, it was. It was exactly the one that you ended up buying later. Serendipity, my wife in the background there. <laughs> no, that's good. You're welcome to be in this. Yo. Hey, I've asked she for you three, we're four recording. times. That's cool. That, is that cool. means we're actually just chilling. Just having a conversation. conversation. <laughs> Feels like it. Feels like it. Now let's make it awkward and talk about our podcast. Okay. Yeah. No. What's, but what's, I had the last thing was going to be comic books, movies. Since we're talking about pop culture, like I, I don't like comic book movies. When I was the script keeper for Time Suck, I got I was asked to be on a couple podcasts, and both of them were like, "Hey, what's let's make this about what your favorite comic book is like the whole podcast. And I was like, Oh shit. I like one punch man. Cause it makes fun of all this shit. And so, and they were like, Oh, you're a dick. And I was like, I like star Wars though. And, <laughs> you're a dick. Yeah. yeah true. Guilty. But, but, but they're like, do you like DC or do you like Marvel? And I was like, I don't like any of it. I mean, I like it, but it, the truth is I do like, there's been movies that I've liked. I like Batman. I liked a lot of Batman movies. I liked, uh, I do like Iron Man. I liked the first Iron Man. Yeah, was pretty. The first good. Iron Man was great. Yeah, I liked a couple other movies too. I like X Men when it's done well, but I don't remember the ones that were Will done Smith well. Will Smith one where he was a drunk. That, that was one. funny. Uh, That's actually Hancock. a good movie. Yeah, Hancock, Hancock. is a good movie. Hancock. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. When you get that, bad guys. Does that count? Was that a comic book though? <laughs> it was a superhero movie. I mean, I'm gonna count it. I mean, we'll count it. It's a comic book superhero. Yeah. And what's the other one? The guy, the uh, Deadpool. But that's Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's the yeah. same guy in every movie, and he makes me <laughs> laugh every time. I, there, that's another movie I saw recently that was really good. Uh, God, I can't remember. It's a Netflix kind of sci-fi movie with him in it that I thought was him playing himself oh, again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually watched that and you know, I fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah, Not I that I didn't like it. but I like there was a really cool premise in that where he goes back in time and he finds himself as a little kid and he and his dad yeah. yeah yeah oh Ryan Reynolds you're talking about yeah, yeah yeah I watched that and it was surprisingly decent yeah, it was Adam, heart. Adam Project yeah Adam Project yeah. yeah and that actually had heart which Look reminds me of the fucking eighties Look at you go it's <laughs> a sci-fi movie too what are you doing but uh, I only watched it because you told me to. Did I? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because Ryan Reynolds. Fucking A. But it, it did have some heart when he was talking to, like, be nice to your mom, you fucking asshole kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it was like, yeah, yeah that it was, was good, good stuff. It was good. Yeah, but, it'd be kind of cool to go back and give yourself advice. Dude, I would so do you that. Know, I don't know if I'd listen to me. But I'd be like, play guitar when you're eight, bro. I don't listen don't to anybody now. I don't know why I would listen to me then. But. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, fair enough. All right, so do you have a favorite comic book movie of all time? Comic book movie? Yeah. Mm. I have a love hate relationship with comic book movies because like so I I did oh, grow up reading comic books you mm-hmm. know so I was like when you're a comic con guy when they, yeah, yeah yeah I was I so 
I went to several different conventions dressed as Deadpool before anybody gave a shit about Deadpool. Right. Like it was like an, I was like a Deadpool hipster. <laughs> and there's photographic evidence. You find it on my Facebook, non-believers. <laughs> it's on there. I was wearing spandex and I didn't stuff my crotch. You're welcome. So, so hence why not a cod piece. Yeah, hence why it's flat. <laughs> um, so. I love seeing elements of comic books that I read when I was younger come to life, like with special effects and stuff. Super cool. Yeah. But they do tend to take so many liberties with some of the old like arcs and concepts and characters that I loved for specific reasons to where right. they change them to the point where I'm like, no, nah! like, right. I get mad. That's I'm not that canon. guy. I'm like, that's not right. You know, yeah. so which is makes me kind of a douche. I realize, but it's just that's that's why I kind of have a hard time connecting with them. So I do like them, but. Honestly, my favorite to per, per your claims about animated movies, my favorite comic book movie I've seen to date has got to be Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, and I'm not even a no huge shit. Spider Man. I, I don't fan. even like Spider Man. I know, movie. but it was such a good, well done. Mm -hmm. Like it was so fucking good for so many reasons. It was a work of art visually. Yes. It had a great soundtrack. The storyline was actually compelling. It was just cool. Yeah. It was a really cool project. So if I had to pick one, it'd probably be that one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you like one? Do you like so you Yeah, I like I like a few things. I mean I like Yeah, you can't have mine pick your own. <laughs> well I, I talked about <laughs> Batman a little bit. I talked about uh X Men a little bit. Um Iron Man, I think. But I don't really like any of them. The first I mean, Iron I Man was good though. Yeah. I really, I really did like it. As far the, what I find is it's tell me if this makes sense to you guys. Like we grew up watching movies that yeah, they turned books into movies and stuff and, and there's old T V series that they turned into new T V series and shit like that. But now movies are made with such a fan service level of like it's never been before where they're doing, they're not taking, like Star Wars, for example, they're not taking risks in the sense they are kind of because they're pissing people off, but yeah. they're, they're not, they're like, we have to do it this way with the canon and, and they have to have this little dopamine shot from, they got to see the Millennium Falcon. And it's like. Yeah, it is more like they're they, jerking you off rather yeah. than making a good, solid movie. And I think not it came that there's wrong with somebody jerking you off. <laughs> no, right, if depends you, on would who and how good they are. Yeah. I would go to the amenity. theater a lot more <laughs> if there was a, that if amenity. You could just push the button, and some little ninja dude came down. <laughs> we figured it out. It's how <laughs> to keep the theaters alive. It's just like the, this is this is the new version of Save the Libraries. I would, I would go see. I would go see. Happy ending. To that to that notion, we could do the same thing at libraries. Keep the libraries alive. Yeah, saying. Really, I would go see Harry Potter anywhere. Harry Potter. Yeah. Every probably six or seven times a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you would need to bring baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the fan service to me seems like it came from the comic book movies because those were really the first ones. Besides Star Wars, like when they came out in ninety nine and they saw what the fans did, like the hype of Star Wars in nineteen ninety nine was so massive to live up to mm. that it was ruined before anybody ever saw it. And I was one of those kids. I was literally the first one in Spokane in that theater to see, to get in the building, which means nothing, <laughs> and to get my chair for the Star Wars Phantom Menace or whatever. And, you know, because it was so much, people were expecting so much and they wanted the writers to, like, do what I think is cool and not surprise us with good stories or, or even, you know, whatever. And it feels like the comic book movies have become the masters of that where they're like we have to put this cameo here and, yeah. and the cameos at the end mean this thing and, and and some of it's great i don't hate it but i think it's pandering to the audience before uh, 
the, to their expectations on some level ruins the creativity ruins like progressing good stories and I think well, it takes right. away from great scripts you're you right can't all the movies solve. that I've watched in that vein that I've really actually enjoyed were not that way at all like they were the ones that were actually cerebral and it felt like there was potential yeah. consequences and like I didn't know who some of the characters were I'd never even heard of them but they fit into it well you know and I was yeah. like cool that wasn't for me but I really liked it like it wasn't tailored to make give me that dopamine but I liked it because yeah. it was compelling Logan was yeah. was one where it seemed like yeah. they ignored a lot Logan. of the shit that was uh, comic booky that they had done, and they made it gritty. It was and a fucking, good movie. Yeah, it I was. have a question. So, what about that Joker flick that came out? I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, that, that fucking amazing movie. It was really. I good. loved it. Yeah. But he wasn't a superhero. No, he was a super villain, and and they they really humanized him into the world. And I don't know shit about any of the superhero stuff to know how real it was to the character mm. but the movie itself was done really well because yeah. it was a basically a fucked up poobah to some degree that you started agreeing with and then you know he's basically fucking killing people and you're right. like fuck yeah I agree <laughs> I want to do this I, but that kind of fits into my mm -hmm. to my personality in general right Jeff, um, Jeff will kill you if you fuck up with yeah, him yeah I, I love people but sometimes I don't yeah <laughs> but when I don't I really don't I love people until I don't yeah <laughs> I think that's that's fair but the superhero in the superhero world for me I didn't grow up with comic books I mean you know so my heroes in life are real people so to have this have to have an imaginary hero just seems so gross to me that I refuse to give it a, a, an opportunity yeah that's fair. I, I don't know. I guess I liked all that shit a lot. Star Wars by far you was the thing that. Imaginations that, that I just—it's <laughs> like all the all the twinkle dust star fairy shit you guys are into. That is not my thing at all. I like star fairy twinkle dust, man. That's I, good I don't. Shit. You I guys can it. lose your minds into that and just let it be and let it go. And I do. It's literally an ability that I don't have, and I actually am a little jealous of it. But. I, I've tried and I can't do it. play more video games. Fucking hate. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like when when we were kids, I mean, the toys that you had when your kids were cool, when you were we at your youngest, yeah, right. there were there were some pretty cool stuff. We had shit that would burn the house down. What the stuff yeah. that we had were like Star Wars toys and fucking, you know, action play. They had spent you know the twenty years uh, since the baby boom generation basically were like we're gonna spoil the fuck out of them. They'd spent you know more than that thirty years like perfecting how to spoil these kids and shit. And they gave us toys that were like, I mean, the, the toys now are much better, but comparatively, like you could kind of go nuts with your imagination well, and, and it kind of, kind of pushed you towards it. You're like, you can, you can do this with it. Hey, you can throw the Han Solo in a trash compactor and make this. Right. And you're like, okay, I'll do that. It well, was I mean, always you know, books there. for me. That's that's I attribute. That's because you're smart. I, I attribute most of my imagination capacity to reading. I yeah, read. I, I was so. voracious about books growing up. Same. I still am. I just, just it's become audiobooks because I can do other things. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm a vicious get maximize what I can do in a day yeah. kind of person. But Same. but I love I I. I books were the thing that cultivated my imagination and it was I like so. it was specifically fiction books obviously you know because like nonfiction stuff is just like purely information and I have to read nonfiction. yeah I can't read fiction it doesn't do shit for me huh. I have to read nonfiction. But, but at least I can understand I prefer nonfiction. reading makes your brain work a lot better I mean I, I didn't read from 8th grade till I was 50 now I read all the time so right. I do at least understand that yeah, yeah. the the back on the toy thing I mean I was 
77 when Star Wars came out. Yeah. Which I went and saw as three and a half hours of my life. I won't get back. And I realized that <laughs> people get upset about that. Um, it's okay. I have controversy. It's not Star Wars. So, so they had all the toys and everything, but we didn't grow up with those kind of toys. I mean, it's the only the toys Star I Wars, had. It's cool. I mean, I had Army Man. I blew them up with firecrackers and That's right. Okay. And I had the That's evil imagination. That would, you know, the motorcycle, the, the little yeah. stunt guy. And I wanted I, him. I had all that shit too. I was telling the story. I put gas on him because I wanted him to be on fire. Right. Did I know it? He's going to go, and you know, I kind of burned my bangs, and he just <laughs> laid there in a puddle of goo and melted. So, I mean, that's the kind of toys that I have. Yeah, nice. I mean, I think my dad got me a shovel one time for my birthday. Help him do yard work. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe a rake. Yeah. This is your shovel. Do you remember? Do you remember Super Dave Osborne? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you remember Super no, Dave? Dave that, one, that one missed he, me. He was a evil Knievel clone, like a, a spoof on. He's on David. Knievel. David Letterman. I think he just I, that might have been where he started. Yeah. I don't know. But I think he just passed away recently. His oh. name came up in the news. I'm not sure. Somebody can tell me if I'm full of shit and or <laughs> dumb. And I'm sure you will. Do that at info at scottcast.com this week. Uh, we'll have our email and all that shit up set up for next week. Yeehaw. Yeah. But you can you can reach out to us if you'd like to tell us that you hate us or you like us at info at scottcast.com mm-hmm. for this week. Mostly Zach. Yep. You should hate mostly Zach. Blame Zach. Like, Just blame it all on Zach. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> they haven't heard enough of me from week to week. Uh, all the patrons, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. A lot of, now we got I'm Thursday. Like, Who the fuck is this guy talking? I hear his voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's my normal voice now. I actually kept your mic off this whole time, so just, good. Yeah, good. You, you don't this even is all just a big prank for you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, we were going to talk about porn, and we were going to take two specific sides on. That's right. The idea was, uh, Shaden and I did a bunch of research months ago on pornography. It was fun. We had a blast. How could you not I've have each other off? I've been doing research on pornography since I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are close. You guys are closer than all three of us are. Then it brought us. It brought us closer together. But I understand uh, why you kept me out of that research. <laughs> yeah, we just felt like you didn't want to be part of that. You know, we didn't know. <laughs> I was uh, doing my own. We had you enough were, yeah, material yeah, yeah. on weird midget stuff, so we didn't need <laughs> I was doing my own. <laughs> right. It's all uh, up here. We're always studies. Yeah, we basically had a lifetime worth of research on it. Uh, but we wanted to take the two sides and, but since I don't even know what side I took at this point, uh, let's just discuss it, I guess. Did, did you, let's talk about porn. What well, are you what, into? What are <laughs> oh, not like that. Oh, okay. no, no, yeah, like I got that. It. yeah. Let's what, talk about your search. Let me see your Pornhub <laughs> yeah. fucking account. And like, see your searches. <laughs> no, but, but what, what are some drawbacks to porn that, that we, was there anything compelling to you about the drawbacks of watching porn? Was there something besides it, like people that get offended in I your think life? Where I arrived on it was more, and I feel this way about anything that could be potentially harmful if you interact with it in the wrong way. Is it really comes down to the agency of the individual that is that is having that interaction with porn specifically? You right. know, where it's just like there are. I think there are healthy ways to interact with it, and there are definitely not healthy ways to interact with it. But at the, that comes down to you. I have a hard time vilifying the thing that's being consumed. Right. Same as I don't, I don't vilify alcohol for, you know, I don't blame alcohol for there being stupid drunks it's in the, the person world. You know what drinking I mean? It, yeah. Like, yeah, like it's that's same it's, with guns. To be honest, the, yeah, the gun I, is no more evil than the person that's using it. Yep, and I feel that way. Like if you, if you don't have the self control to consume pornography without allowing it to ruin your marriage or your outlook on sex in general, then I gotta, I gotta put that at your feet, man. Like that's on you, you know? And so, so that being said, I don't have a problem with porn existing, you know? And like how, if you don't want to interact with it, fine. If you do fine, like just be, be rational about it. Like everything. Right. (laughs) We we talked a little bit when we were doing uh, our research, we 
talked about how porn stars, there's some that would say it's amazing and they love the job. Uh, and I actually stumble across some stuff just today, uh, thinking about this, where there's several porn stars that have come out and been very, very vocal about how fucked it is and how mm -hmm. strange it is and what a weird business it is. I recently just watched a documentary on the porn industry. And the average person gets into porn for about three months before they're done. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. Yeah. I, I imagine, and there's a small group of guys, and then a ton of women, and it's, so it's a weird, a weird business. Is that is that really weird though? Look at look at our culture. Look at I mean, all the advertising. I mean, let's be honest. Women really kind of control the market. Yeah, I think, and everything sells with sex because we're fucking dumb men. Yeah, and women have half the money and all the pussy and we want half the pussy so we'll fucking do anything we can to get it right so we'll give them the other half the money if we yeah. can yeah well i don't know I, when i was looking into that research it seemed like i mean because i'm i don't care what people do uh including taking a job and sex work i think all sex work should be legal uh minus you know kids and shit but all consenting adult sex work should be legal uh but it still seems like there is you know we we listen to like some of the experts did have some interesting studies on saying, you know, especially younger people when it comes to, like, I grew up when the, the porn that I saw at the age that it could affect me in some kind of way, perhaps, where I'm developing, I had to wait fucking five minutes to see a tit. Because it was, you know, <laughs> yeah. dial-up yeah. shit. And that was the age where I yeah. had the internet porn, where it was like, oh, God, I can't wait to see that tit. And then it's like, mom's going to be home in 10 minutes. Fuck, give me the tit. <laughs> so I'm jerking off to a navel, navel and I'm A little bit of areola. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then, you know, so it's different. But I wonder, you know, this is the generation of kids that when they're 13, 14 years old, uh, are they going to be VR fucking, you know, with <laughs> a fucking flesh, whatever the the dick sock oh, yeah. thing on it, like uh, what am I thinking? A flashlight connected to it. I mean, how is that going to? The fact change? that we all know what you're talking about really is pretty funny. <laughs> we all know what a flashlight yeah, is. We all I don't know anybody internet. that has one. Yeah, I don't actually own <laughs> or one. Admits one that they have one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would. I just never bought one. <laughs> right, right. I don't know where to find it. Somebody yeah. mail Jeff one. Infoscatcast.com. <laughs> 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 I'll mail you his fucking PO box, and we'll get him a bunch of flashlights. Uh, I'll give you a consumer report. <laughs> his birthday's in April, so let's give him a crate for next year. Well, for me, it was always kind of a. Uh, like even when because I was exposed to porn for the first time at an arguably way too young age, you know, and like but it, to a chair, but what? it didn't <laughs> weird babysitter, <laughs> oh, shit. you know, oh, shit. but but it was uh, it wasn't like I, I, I didn't ever really affect my outlook on actual sexual relationships like it just existed in the same part of my mind that other fictional things exist yeah, in. you know like same. i always kind of looked at it as like this is something that is done and produced for entertainment purposes and not how it is in real life and then when i actually went on to have sex in my real life i was like yeah it's not like that you know like I, there's there's elements of similarity but like i didn't go into it already damaged to the point where i was like this isn't like porn and now i can't do it like right. it was they were they were two different existences in my mind you know and so. he didn't think like oh women like to have the be spit in the mouth immediately when you meet him and slapped in the face no. and right. choked like certainly yeah. not because nothing to to nothing i had ever learned from actually interacting with real life women had led me to believe that <laughs> right, was the exactly. case so <laughs> so it can be a little bit uh misleading i guess pornography yeah, however i guess it but, just depends on how you take it I yeah guess. but how so i mean think about progression you know, of life and a, a boy i mean you can remember looking at the i don't know you're 
too fucking young, but Sears, how dare you? Sears yeah, used to have a catalog. <laughs> Sears used to have a catalog, and there was an underwear section where they would have boys oh, underwear no, was, and girls yeah. underwear. That didn't miss me. I had yeah. that. <laughs> I think so, all of us. It was like a paper form was probably yeah. the first boobies. Yeah, we yeah. Saw. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're 11, and you're like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but it feels really good. And God, those underwear look really good on that girl or guy, whatever your thing is. Right. Um, <laughs> but so as you progress, as you get older, it takes more and more to essentially get that arousal so i think that kids watching porn at a younger age because it's so accessible by the time they're 17 18 year old years old they're like no you, you gotta hit me in the back of the head with the ball peen hammer right when i come <laughs> yeah. or it's just it's not gonna work right did, did you see any weird stuff um porn related in the the policing i mean did you was, yeah, there, well, was there some weird calls based around porn at all yeah or? i mean yeah well i mean you're talking about i mean the guy that like fucked his dog and then beat it to death with a shovel yeah that was kind of weird that well was... and how did that have to do with porn did he watch was he watching dog what? double porn <laughs> dog shovel <laughs> porn is better be on I the mean, dark net i mean do i know a lot about a, weird, a lot of weird porn, porn like hook. crushing and stuff like that oh, where they're damn. killing bunnies and kitties and Fuck. stuff so there's i know that there's a lot of really really fucked up stuff which is kind of what i'm talking about i mean you get to the level that you can't get off unless you're watching a woman crush baby bunny heads with her high heels while yeah. she's naked so you can jerk off. I mean, you've got a problem. Yeah. Right? You know, so that would be the excessive do not, part. Do not condone about. that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. At Time Suck, we, Dan, you know how Dan is. He's, he's over the top with a lot of stuff. And he got called out for kink shaming on a lot of things. Like the, there was one thing in particular where it was a guy who had a sexual relationship with his car. And people wrote in and were like, you can't do that, Dan. You can't kink shame that shit. I think we should be able to yeah, kink you shame can. that. Yes, you I can. Yeah, I, I, so you on can. this show, at the very gonna, least, you should be allowed to make fun it. of it if it's ludicrous. Yeah, like, I'm gonna, you know, it's like, you're, hey, fucking your you're car. an outlier, and if that's doing it for you and you're not hurting anybody, more power to you. But I'm going to laugh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if you don't think that that's funny yourself, but just if someone explained yeah. it to you, if it was somebody else, then you're just missing out I'm guessing you're probably not giving seminars on how to fuck your Ferrari, you know? That's it just, wouldn't probably be you know, where you can go to a seminar to learn how to choke, which is funny because I was at a I was at a, a law enforcement class where it was a domestic violence class. And they were literally talking about strangulation and choking as a crime in the auditorium next to us was a literal sex class on how to appropriately choke your partner without harming them. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, it's all a matter see, of perspective. See, that's Ironic. another thing. See, there's just one thing that, that porn could do to harm people because i mean people don't know how to choke you're going right for the throat yeah and air is high blood is low you want to stay low mm -hmm. see the blow so somebody's got to teach them that because Cut they're just the watching the air. and pornography is not they're not Listen, auto erotic auto asphyxiation there is no safe word because there's no one around you always have to have a spot right that's important <laughs> <laughs> that's why we've lost and that and i ran in into NXX, a lot of NXX, that NXX, yeah. yeah a lot of well, that a lot of dead people hanging with I, don't, cocks in their hand. I don't claim so to. Really. Wow, what a way to go, dude! Yeah, I don't want that. I I don't I don't claim to just because that's the way that it went for me. Like I definitely can see the potential for harmful outcomes, especially if like you know when you're if you because people are wired differently, man. We have different yes. chemicals running through our brains, you know. So just because that was my experience, maybe I lucked out, you know. What I yeah. mean, like seems people, like seems like I did because there are people. I think I don't think you get to a point where you're turned on by things like crushing without being wired in such a way that you're like, okay, I've seen that. That's no longer exciting. I need something crazier to excite me, yeah. you know. And that's that I I, I, I can't well, there, imagine that, you know. Yeah. Like that's just that's wild. There's a definite link between serial killing and, and sexual perversion. 
and it mm-hmm. generally starts out as a sexual perversion and turns to killing. That doesn't mean that everybody who watches porn is ultimately going to get so desensitized to sex that they're going to have to kill people to get off. Mm-hmm. No, it's but uh, if a, a psychotic mind, a specific kind of psychotic mind, will be triggered by those things. That's it's the same with video games, where it's like, oh, violence in video games. It's like, yeah, there's lots of violence in video games, but 99.9% of the people that play those video games are not going to do anything. But because that person's psychotic and that that kind of game is a trigger you know that might happen right because your brain uh, it, you know, like somebody well, we can't run some, at that guy's pace some That's severe ptsi or something it, he's playing a video game and he's hearing these war war sounds and it triggers his ptsi he, your brain doesn't know the difference between the two so in that sense video games would be harmful for him that doesn't mean it's harmful for you right, right. yeah that's, like that circles back to my my initial stance on it you know so are we gonna are we gonna vilify the the product based on you know certain people's negative interaction but we seem to it, do that with I mean? everything in this country don't we well, well we pick and choose we, it seems who's like, we yeah, yeah <laughs> well, i don't want yeah. that not not me yeah. Yeah. me either you know, like I, do. I'm a we big do. fan. Of, I'm a big fan of personal agency, and I'm a big fan of not throwing the proverbial baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it's art. Art is has to make us think about dark things. Yeah. And there, in comedy, there's always a victim, no matter what. What makes us laugh is a victim, no matter what. It's usually mm-hmm. ourselves or whatever, or our friends or whatever. But there has to be victims, and everybody has to be able to be victimized by comedy. Otherwise, if we put people in little boxes that you can't fucking make fun of them or whatever i'm not and sure that, how i got here but well, god is, damn it make fun of everyone get back to that again that's when the world was, was liking each other when we could i could make, tell a polish make, joke and he'd tell a fucking irish joke and some guy would say a black joke and we'd all laugh yeah. and everybody would like each other we all worked on the docks that's how we did it now it's like all, why did i hear that in a boston <laughs> oh, we, we all, all worked on the, on the docks, docks. <laughs> it's fucking down there we we really did as a nation get way overly serious about life and life everything just, yeah I mean, there's serious moments, but that's really all it is. But it's serious moments. Most of it is just we're wasting fucking time trying to figure out what to do next, and it's pretty goddamn funny. Yeah, but it's serious, but without being deep thinking. Like we're not. If we were serious, but we were deep thinking about it, where it's like, let's get the nuance in here. We got to fuck. This is science. It's like no, they're serious <laughs> about like I don't know. I fucking believe this, so fuck you. It's like, well, do you know what you're talking about? No. no. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you more for questioning me. It's like, well, you should be questioned. Fuck that. It is weird because I'm I'm a I'm a huge proponent of accounting for nuance. I think that's where a lot of our systems, especially as it pertains to society and and well economics and mm-hmm. any system that humans have dreamed up, really, the the biggest shortcoming is that there's not enough accounting for nuance. You know, right. and and but at the same time, I feel like there's a difference between that and trying to quantify every little thing to the point where it becomes banal, you know, right. like, like, and I think that's where we've been existing for the last handful of years as a society is just like everything must have a label and an intrinsic value and then rules about what you can and cannot do based mostly upon feelings as yeah. it pertains to those things. And it's like that even from somebody who's a big fan of trying to dial in on the nuance of things, that's not productive for no. where I'm sitting. Like, it, it, like it's it's antithetical to to progress, in my opinion. It's cherry picking. It's using it's bastardizing science in a lot of ways. It's just a weird. Well, see, I feel like, and you can tell me I'm wrong if you want, but I feel like as soon as you introduce emotions as as a variable, it's not really science anymore. Like no. if, if you're if you're if you're filtering real, your really. results through emotion. 
then it's no longer so that that ruins the scientific method. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, that's. I mean, would you agree? Emotions really aren't. Yes, you feel emotions. Something makes you feel a certain way, but you can analyze that thing and feel a totally different way about it from a different perspective. So, really, your emotion really isn't a real thing. It's just a quick reaction, to judge. and it's best not to make decisions during that quick reaction. I think moment. emotions are really potent and they can be used as a tool i think emotions are fuel if i was to really quantify them as something i feel like emotions are fuel they can be used to amplify things that that they pertain to both positively and negatively yeah absolutely you know but but you can't you can't allow there's a reason that people put forth you know rational thinking as as sort of like the balancing quantity for emotion is because that's the thing that's meant to contain it that's the that's the vehicle to the fuel you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like your emotion it doesn't mean emotions are useless you know or that they're they're garbage or that they're invalid but their their utility is to fuel things and then be structured by rational thinking that so, sounds fair. So when so when you take emotions and you go, no, rational thinking is just that's just people trying to you know repress me, and oh, all that matters haters. is emotion. And I, the more I can fuel those flames, the more right I must be because it feels right. It's just like that's not. There's nothing. There's nothing in philosophical history to support that being true or productive. Agreed. Mm. I like that. Fuck. Fuck. Stop being so. No, emotions are going to be with us always because that's what we are. But. Just uh, like the force, yeah, the force of you be with you all. <laughs> giving but, <laughs> full circle, baby. <laughs> giving into them, choke on my toothpick. <laughs> but giving into them does seem like uh, what what the government is giving us incentive to do. Almost, they're like, "Oh yeah, your your insane ideas and your absolute batshit way of showing them." Yeah, we we got you. We support that. No, we're a bunch it's of like, dumb. Uh, individuals who you know i mean they say that men think more rationally than women where women think more emotionally but i don't think that's necessarily true we're both a mix of both yeah. those things yeah maybe yeah. maybe we lean with one way or the other but i have plenty of emotions and i have plenty of unreasonable moments and I, mm-hmm. my wife is one of the most reasonable pers- rational people i know i mean i we, as we were having a discussion earlier i tend to fight my emotions all day long yeah same yeah. It's it's a constant thing, and it, it. I don't feel anything ever. <laughs> Shane's cynicism is, has turned him into a complete just a log. It's probably all the porn. Well, you know, since we're on this, <laughs> absolutely was the porn. Ball peen hammer. <laughs> since we're on the, on this subject of uh, you know what ideas and whatever, I wanted to see if we could do maybe to end the show. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but what if we talk about a thing we could retire? each time like a word or an idea and the, the idea because you brought it up and I wanted to, to say this I, I don't think adults should call things hate or call people haters anymore I think we should retire that and you guys tell me what you think when I hear an adult say that hater that guy's just a hater with the hate train and the, you know <laughs> that's a hate group and they're the hate and it's like you're an adult fucking use your words what does hate mean that to me it, it makes me sound, it makes it me think that you're trying to make me think that they're the worst thing in the world because they and don't s- agree with you right and so they must be racist sexist homophobic misogynistic islamophobic all the left handophobic stuff and i don't think that that's how adults should talk when we talk about hate it just sounds like like little kids like he's a hater he didn't like my podcast so because so he's a hater and i think we should be more 
we should understand the nuance and stuff. So I would like to retire the word hater from American public <laughs> because when the news uses it, especially, it's so fucking condescending because the news is supposed to tell us what kind of hate it is, but they're just like, no, it's a hate group. Just You just fill in the blanks with your dumb fucking head. And we do. And when they use it, it feels irresponsible to call people that, that might just be what what... 10 years ago, five years ago, a normal person would be like, that's what's called a conservative Republican. They do things like this, sometimes start a lot of shitty wars. Yeah, we don't like that. But we all had conversations, and now it's like, that there's a hater. So that means that he's almost a Gargamel. He's pretty much after your Smurf berries, and you should just uh, dismiss all of his thoughts as completely ridiculous. If we get rid of that word, they'll just make another word. But I think we should do (laughs) one at a time, remove the bricks on the wall, and I think haters should go. So you guys can vote with me if you want to if you want to be an adult and continue to call things these my haters online and this and that when it's like no they're criticizing you you know yeah. blah 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 go for it but um, I think I don't want to use that term anymore I, 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 think, I don't think uh, you do I, think I don't what, think you do either I don't think what you're I think more accurately what you're driving at which I would agree with is that it's it's not so much that the the word itself is the problem or even necessarily the use of the word it's that that word has been on the one hand, watered down by the way it's been used. Oh, Otherwise known as and, bastardized. And yes. yes. Propagandized. And, yeah. and also that it's being it's being used in in play like it's basically conflated with stuff that it isn't actually. Right. And that's the problem. So and like hate, man, dude, when growing up, like if I if somebody said I hate you it was like they were stabbing you like it was that's like a like you save that that's like calling your mom a bitch to her face yeah. kind of it's like, the a, next it's like a serious it's like a serious a thing you know like well, I, it is three I generations. hate you like three even generations. when a kid says it you cringe you know? oh, you're like oh god we were all yeah. told you never say the word hate yeah. well, and, and you, you, you'll you never hate anything well that's not true there are some things that I fucking hate yeah, for sure. but we but were it's all a potent word. Like yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. because it was potent because it was reserved for those moments where it truly applied. Right. They're rare moments, you know. Like you can't just go through your life hating everything, or even hating one thing so much that it's your raison d'être, you know. Right. Like it's, or identifying things that that scare you, or ident- or you don't want to deal with, or you can't rebut. You know, a lot of cases. People will throw these terms at things because they don't know their own arguments. They're like, he's a hater. It's like, no, he's making a good point. You should, yeah. if you knew it, you if you knew anything about your point or his point, you'd recognize that he's got a valid idea. But you're calling him a hater, not only dismissing the conversation and the argument, but calling him the person a hater or hate, hate this and that, whatever, makes them, other people that are listening to you, if you're a podcast or whatever, just dismiss them completely. Like, oh, I'm not listening. Because a lot of people feel like it's like, I don't know why people it, in America do this, but they, they're they like, I don't listen to Fox News. I don't listen to CNN. You know, a Republican be like, I've never listened to CNN not? a day in my life. Are you it's afraid like, it'll get on you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, then, then you're not informed. And that means that you don't know their arguments. So you're just shouting at the wind with talking points from your team. Yeah. And that's what I think haters does is it makes it so a lot of people are just like, I dismiss that as hate. That is hate. That's a hate group. That's a hate thing. That's a hate person. I hate that. Fucking whatever. And it means like we have we don't have ideas discussed in the public forum anymore. We don't have rational discussions. If you go, if you watch CNN, MSNBC, there's not a Republican on there. And if it is, it's a token, you know, corporate Republican that no one or they're set agrees with from Repu- that no Republican. Sure. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then they answer the question like, so what you really said was this. No, it's not what it said at all. But but I think hate should go because it's stupid. Right, it's, right. it's setting us back. It's it's holding us back. It's the 
generic ist of right. everything. Yeah. If you don't throw an ist on it, just call them a hater, and then all the ists it apply. Is. Exactly. And then it's it, an it, umbrella for all yeah, the ists exactly. and phobias. Yeah. yeah. So it's stupid. Yeah. And it's childish, and it sounds like something you would say when you were a sophomore. Yeah. You know. Oh, on the playground, even. It's like, yeah. nanny, nanny, Bailey, go. Danny is a hater. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? you're a politician I read when I read the hater in the title of like the New York Times that's where it pisses me off I don't really care if people say it in real life when the New York Times is like this fucking hater oh, no, no. <laughs> you know and it's like or and it's like what are you talking about the guy's a fucking adult and there's you well, know there's a I news can, story about it there's nuance it's not just one thing the so. reason for that's got to be in part that the kids that were on youtube in the early days talking about haters have now grown up and they work at places like right. that so Fair they, enough. Just, they brought it with them <laughs> sucks though that they come from columbia and yale and harvard and it's like well, really we're talking that. about haters and yale i mean you guys come on at mit they're not talking about haters because they're I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I think this is our show. This has been fun. Did we make it? Holy shit. I think we oh, made yeah. it to the end of the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is just a ride podcast. That's, yeah. that's Jeff and Shaden and I'm Zach. You guys got any last thoughts? I think Zach's going to do a dance to see us out today. Yeah. <laughs> is this where the handjob thing came in? Yeah, this is the handjob. Yep. I was promised a handjob. Uh, I don't really care <laughs> whose hand. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you for listening, and uh, join us next Friday. Again, visit us at scatcast.com. There will be information there, but reach out to us at info at scatcast.com. It will all change soon. We'll get a, a we'll have our email for us soon, and each one of us will have an email yeah. in case you want to yell at us and all that good stuff. Uh, there is no Patreon. There is no merch, but it's all coming, so I hope you guys uh, will check that out in the future, too. So we'll talk to you in the future. We'll see you like the present. Bye. See ya. Bing bong.